Barbra Streisand. Meow, 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 meow. Are you done? No! <laughs> okay. All right. <sighs> I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> I have to get my tits ready. <laughs> Boots and cats and boots and cats. Welcome back. Booze and reviews. I almost said the fifth line podcast. <laughs> well, that's that's a plug. That's a plug if I've ever heard one. Free plug for them. Anyway, it's the booze and reviewed show. <laughs> Every time, I really wonder why we <clears throat> do this. What you drinking? Some Coke. <laughs> What episode is it? Episode fucking 10. Woo! Finally. Double digits. We're officially. We've been on episode 10. Been on episode 10. For, for like, like 12 episodes. Yeah, honestly. But we're like we actually started. not on 12 episodes. It's fine. Yeah. So <laughs> actual episode 10. We're actually in double digits. Who would have fucking thought? Who would have thought, thought that this would have like actually gone somewhere not me yeah i know right? I mean, it still really hasn't gone anywhere we have but... five listeners because we're <laughs> five whole listeners we have a facebook page now that's exciting yeah let's plug it uh i'm gonna type it down here right there? there yeah down here you see where she's down here yeah it'll be down here facebook.com slash booze interviews pod i actually don't know what it is but i don't sure, know the url i'm pretty sure it's probably that Probably. So yeah, I'll put the link there, and I'll also put it in the description. So yeah, lit. You, you get exclusive join. updates from the I need to, Facebook. Yeah, I need to be better about posting in there because I've posted like two things. I but, posted something in there though. Oh yeah, I posted about the book village, which is freaking sweet. You've been there before. Yes. That thing. No, cool. I have not. Oh, I thought you had. I thought you and Josh went. No, no, we went on a book. Like you guys like planned to trip though around. for my yeah, yeah but yeah. we didn't go to that village. Mm. I needed some caffeine, so I got some Coke from Moe's. And as I left, I said, "Coke is so good." And I uh, <laughs> that was the end of look. your sentence. Coke is so good. Yeah, like as I was leaving. He said that and people looked at me like um, uh, <laughs> oh i thought you said it to josh like it was just like a normal conversation it wasn't like or in public no that's funny oh, oh no i'm surprised it was you are a drinking soda you're not a soda person i had a so i was streaming earlier and i got a headache and i took something and i thought maybe i didn't drink enough water <laughs> but i drank water and i didn't have any caffeine today and i've been up and like running around all day so i was like i need some caffeine especially if we're gonna record the podcast at Eight o'clock. o'clock at night. Yeah. <laughs> We're prime time so, podcast. Here we are. <laughs> the podcast with some Coke and some alcohol. <laughs> it was a segue, but your eyebrows kind of took hold of that segue. So. I don't know if my eyebrows can go faster. So, Morgan. Do it again. Do it again. Go faster. Try I can't. It. I think if I like don't focus on it, I can go faster. Still not happening. Yeah, I can't. No. So, segue. 
It's finally my turn. After finally, years finally, again. finally, my turn. Yes, to buy alcohol. <laughs> so I was just perusing on TikTok and I saw an ad for a new drink and I was like, shit, I got to try it. So my favorite alcoholic mixed drink is a vodka Sprite. So when I saw these, that's what I thought they were. <laughs> Because I misread the label. Jesus. But they still sound good. So I got two flavors of these Ciroc vodka spritz. Special so we have so we have the Sunset Citrus and Watermelon Kiwi. And these labels are just like these are just so pretty. The boxes look exactly like the cans too yeah they're like aesthetically pleasing they're just and they feel they like feel. i could hold on to this while i'm like laying back at a pool yeah they feel nice they're not like they're very like they're like have like a roughness oh this is where the, you can kind of hear it like a normal can I, would be yeah. like, sh- like smooth yeah interesting on here i'm <laughs> I'm looking, it says servings per container. I'm trying to see, like, the calories and, like, it's 7%. Oh, calories, 172 for one. For this one, are they different per container? These two are both 172. So. They're from fine French grapes. Mm. Fine French grapes. I'm nervous. I'm very nervous. What do you want to start with? What's your wave hair? I kind of want to try the watermelon kiwi first. Also, make a fun face. Okay. Look. There Would go. you want to try right. the watermelon? Yeah. Bye. You want to smell it? Oh, it smells like cucumber! Fuck! I don't think it does. Oh, I think it smells like cucumber. Oh, oh. I did just get, I just got a hint of cucumber. <laughs> you want me to taste no! it first? I'll t- taste it first. Oh! I'm Good. so scared. No, it's watermelon. It's watermelon. It's not cucumber. You might like it. Uh, oh, uh, no. Nope. <laughs> you already try it. Uh, uh. Okay, so I really wonder if the Mio trick might work on this. This tastes like dirty butthole. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing in the whole entire world, cucumber. Okay. Why do they feel like they need to add cucumber to a fucking watermelon? It's not even. It's really not that bad. It's better than the other cucumber, like watermelon. And there's it. Let it be known. It says watermelon kiwi. Mm-mm. Is oh, it that's because... bad. Yes, <sighs> I don't. My my headphones are backwards. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! If this is not good, I'm gonna cry. I'm sad. It, sad too. it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't smell like it does it it do, it's better than the other one but whatever okay yay before you drink it this smells really good oh yeah cheers cheers doink oh yeah 
Oh yeah, this one's That's way not better. Bad. This one's way better. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I feel still like... not my favorite thing in the world, but I enjoy it. I way better a than this. These. Do you want? Hey, you want to try this one? Mike was interested. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's why I, I'm sorry. I gave you fucking two of this fucking this this one. Nah, then. we'll we'll drink it. We'll drink. Uh, that one's tasty, yeah. Which one he hates better? it. Neither. <laughs> if I could just like yeah. smell this one, Mike's gonna drink the rest of the watermelon one for me. <laughs> oh, Josh is here now. <laughs> Celeb appearances oh. from the boys. Oh, yeah, come here. Come show your face. Um, plug Fifth Line Podcast. This man and his friendos. Come here. Like come hockey. try it on, on camera. Come try it on camera. And then plug his stream. I mean, his podcast. Between hey! the book and the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do me a favor? Can you get me a glass oh and meal? <laughs> Two glasses and um, Mio that goes with watermelon kiwi and the citrus one. <laughs> We're going to try the, the Mio hack here. Oh. Josh, I want that clipped. I love I want that Josh. Clip. I love Josh so much. He's like, doesn't hold back his like reactions to things and it makes me so happy. Uh, so funny. Like that Snapchat. Watermelon tastes like fucking asshole. It smells like you wiped your bottom and then drank it. Okay. I don't think it smells really that bad. bad. I think it smells better than it tastes. But it, I can see where the cucumber comes in, though. Yeah, and I, yeah. I immediately was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. Because I smelled it, and I was like... And it's like, so sorry. where is the cucumber? It's okay, you didn't know. I think, like... But it's the watery. It's the watery fruits. Yeah, we go. I was going to say that, like, um, anything that's, like, cucumber, like, watermelon is going to get, like, paired with something that's cucumbery. But kiwi isn't cucumbery. I know. Did they make a mistake and say kiwi instead of cucumber? I feel like you should have gotten the pineapple one. But that was my mistake. I didn't have the glass first, please. That was a good one, baby. And then the strawberry watermelon is what I want to try. Thanks, Josh. You're the bomb, dog. Yeah. Can you get like, is there like a tangerine or mango one? (laughs) Morgan's Morgan's being bougie with the Drankos. This is her trick to making really bad seltzers better. You put Mio, a flavor that matches the flavor, with so this is strawberry flavor. Try that again. Flavor that the, matches the, the flavor, flavor, flavor of the Mio matches the flavor of the alcohol. All right, let's see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it works. I drink this. I would yeah. drink this. Mm-hmm. It's the oh, whoa. whoa. What happened? Just drop my straw. This oh. tastes so much better, Josh. Try it. Try it on stream. Come here. <laughs> yep. That's better. <laughs> All right. Let's try the citrus one. I enjoy this one without anything. So this one's really good. I know, but it's very seltzery. I would buy this. The watermelon, I would skip. But there are other flavors, and I will tell you what they are right now. As Morgan is going to taste test her her seltzer, her uh, new meal drink. All right, this is 
the sunset citrus with tropical fusion. Um. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. Um, that one is better by itself interesting um so there's also besides the watermelon kiwi and sunset citrus there's pineapple passion and colada 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 like i took it as like a pina colada pina colada thanks that's what i was trying to say but i couldn't Mm -hmm. so yeah there are many other flavors and they're very summery so that's exciting yeah that's a lot better with the meal the strawberry one so which one so if you get so you're gonna choose a watermelon with mio with mio over the citrus one yes but <laughs> I'm, I'm the mic i'm gonna take that and make it the one of your pictures you literally what? just straight up licking it <laughs> well it was dripping and i don't want it to get everywhere this i'm probably gonna drink like on this whatever yeah no just yeah, I'm taking this one over the watermelon. Solely for the cucumber wet sock. Okay, I think that's good. That's fine. Yeah, uh, I'm disappointed. I really, so I thought that they were going to be vodka Sprite and yeah. like different flavors. I don't know what I really thought about it, but I'm disappointed. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. Um, I was going to say that uh, like aesthetic wise, it's very pleasing. I bet you right? ten bucks that the like pineapple and the culotta, like the pina colada ones, mm-hmm. probably like baller. Pop, yeah, yeah. Can, probably they probably are like super good. We can try them some other time, like not on the podcast. Yeah, we can. Cool. Oops. Well, what are you gonna give it? Like a five. I'm like a four. Yeah. Just... As soon as that fucking cucumber taste comes in, I'm like, we should have just not started with the watermelon. I feel like that just kind of. Oh man, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, I think that they're better than some of the other seltzers that we've tasted. Yeah, but I can agree. But they're all right. They're like, yeah. they're like C tier. Hmm. I'm so sad. I'm so sad. sad. I wanted them to be good. No one can stand up to Snoop. (laughs) No, they really can't. But while I was at the liquor store, mind you, I got these at like 930 this morning. So I looked like an alcoholic on a Monday morning. Yeah. And I also, Josh is going away this weekend. So I got myself a huge bottle of huge wine. Oh, what'd you get? Uh, Gallo Rosé, I think. I'll send you a picture of it. It's the only bottle that they had. You know how normal, like, like the barefoot bottles, they're, like, normal size? Yeah, yeah. Double. Got, like, a big one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. And it was, like, $12. It's so cheap. Ooh. Nice. nice. And it's so good. So I'm going to drink that entire thing. We're and we were just... Hammered. Yeah. We were just watching, um... Idol. Idol, yes. One of the girls sang a song f- that was featured in the movie The Fault in Our Stars. Oh. Excuse me. Instant tears. I was like... Wait, did she I sing the one that Zendaya and Zac Efron sang? Or was it just no. one of the- Oh. Wait. Oh, Fault in Our Stars. Not friggin'. I'm sorry. I got confused. I was thinking of a different movie. Yes, you were. Forget me. But Thank yeah, you, Jackson also, movie. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was sitting out there and I was like, I just want to get wine drunk and watch the Fault in Our Stars and cry. <laughs> because Are we going to do this weekend? Probably, honestly. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Yeah, but I mean, it sounds like a good old time. It's going to be needed, I think. Okay. Anyway. That was a very long pause. What was your story? Hmm? You're going to tell me something. After we talk about our books. God damn it. All right. I have it. It's it's book related and I want to get into the books more before. All right. I just open with that. Who wants to go first? Rock, paper, scissors. Rock. Okay, ready? Wait, 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 wait. wait. Do a practice round and tell me when you're going to go. Okay. I'm just going to do rock. Rock, paper, scissor. Oh, shoot. Say so shoot. On shoot. On shoot. So you're gonna go rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Yeah. And whatever that is. Okay. Yeah. One round. One? Okay. Yeah. Rock. Hold on, I gotta think. Wait. Ah! Okay. Okay, I'm ready. Yep. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors, shoot. Shoot. Okay. Okay. Rock. Rock. Paper. Paper scissors. scissors. Shoot. shoot. Okay. You okay. I didn't watch. Okay. One more. I'm going to do this. I'm going to not look at you. You say it. Okay. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Damn it. Okay, you go first. The lag. <laughs> well, I was trying to listen to because we were saying it at the same time, and I'm like, wait, they're different because I'm like, a little ahead of you. Nah, it's not That's your okay. fault. So, Internet! I know. It's different than us being in person. Stupid fucking microphones. Anyway, I have a lot to talk about. Damn it. Morgan Morgan was like, I'm gonna read a fuckload this month. I did and I didn't. So I'm just gonna go over the books that I have to talk about. So I read One True Loves by Taylor Jenkins Reid. I read The Younger Wife by Sally Hepworth. That was an ARC. I read Blacktop Wasteland by S.A. Cosby. I read read Murder in the Neighborhood, which I didn't write who that was by. Oh, frig. I'll put in who that was by in a second. Um, I Must Betray You by Ruta Cepetis. Yeah. Hairpin Bridge by Taylor Adams. The Cartographers by Peng Shepard. And then The Tattooist of Auschwitz by Heather Morris. So. I just saw something on have- here. Keep going. Okay. (laughs) I had two that I have not finished that I put on here that I just didn't. So Murder in the Neighborhood. I'm going to look at who that was by really quick because I didn't write it down and I freaking should have. Is that an ARC? Yes. Ah. Murder in the Neighborhood. That's the name of the book. By Ellen Green. So, yes, that was an ARC audiobook that I got. And I was like, you know what? I'm feeling audiobooks. I don't know what the hell it is, but I'm feeling audiobooks. I got that one. I was um, approved for that one. And I listened to it. And it's absolutely nothing to do with the author, the writing style, anything. It's a true story about a mass shooting. Oh, shoot. And it, 
like the first chapter was just too much for me, I think. So part this is going this I don't want to dive too deep into this because I feel like personally you and I don't really have like too too much to say on this, but you're going to understand what I'm saying. It hit a little too close to home. Okay. With everything that happened with Trevor and like yeah. just mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Like I don't know if you were really ever friends with him, close with him. I wasn't as close with you. Like close like you as you were with Trevor. I wasn't. So here's the thing also I wasn't close with him either. We literally just were in the same class. Yeah, like he was a mentor with me, but like we like I know of Trevor, but like we weren't mm-hmm. people who would go out of our way to be like in the same friend group. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's so still I, somebody part of our little cute community, you know? Right. So that's why I'm trying not to be like, oh my God, someone's so close. Like, I'm not trying to be that person and make it about me. Yeah. I think just having some type of connection to a mass shooting of some sort really was just like, that was too triggering for me. Yeah. Which makes me sound like a weenie, but like, I think you of all people would no, understand. I understand what you mean. Like, you can, like, yeah, I get what you it's not like, so, yeah, no, I get yeah. what you mean because we're pretty much in the same boat. Like, it's just, just, it's a very small college. Yeah, like we know this person. It's not like we were in the same yeah. friend group, but we know. Like, I can literally picture him in my head. Yeah, you know, like it's not like we went to a school and we talked to him once. We probably talked to him dozens of times. Yeah. So, so I think that was just too much. Yeah. Because it was a true story about a guy who, like, literally shot up his neighborhood. Like, had a a break of some sort. I literally couldn't get past the first chapter. It was, like, a memoir? Not a memoir. Excuse me. I apologize. Non-fic? Or is it, like, a fiction based on a true story? No, it's non-fic. By the guy who shot up the neighborhood? No, 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 no. So, in the beginning, so it was an audiobook. And I was listening to the audiobook. And it was... I'm trying to remember the author. It's a woman author. I believe I just said her name. Yes, Ellen. So she spoke to victims of like oh, the family member, like got it. or the f- family members of the victims and then some of the victims. Gotcha. And the guy either shot himself or is in jail. But this was like a long time ago. It's not like it happened. Like yesterday. It was, I think it was the first documented mass shooting. Holy. Let me see. 1949. Oh, jeez. So it was a long time ago. Yeah. The first recorded mass shooting in America. Jeez. That's heavy. Yeah. And the first chapter was like, it was a young kid. It was a point of view of the young kid who's maybe like teens. And he sees this guy walking down the street with like a freaking, I'm going to say an AR, but like, I don't remember what gun it was, but like very scary gun and he like dove into this barbershop to get away from him and the guy came and shot everybody in the barbershop and let him live holy cow that's so (laughs) oh my god very heavy to the point where i was like i can't do this yeah that's really triggering like that's just triggering reading about even if you weren't somebody that's like know somebody part of a freaking mass shooting yeah that's so scary yeah so I ended up DNFing it. I wrote in, so I reviewed it in. Like um, on um, uh, NetGalley. 
Yeah, I reviewed it and I just looked up because it's got pretty good ratings. I think I did whatever the average was. So if the average is like a a four, I just gave it a four on NetGalley. And I wrote saying I did not finish this book. Nothing to do with the author. I just personally couldn't do it and left it at that. So I did not finish that book. And then I started buddy reading The Cartographers with Lauren. I don't know what it is. It's it's fantasy book, Morg. Not really. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> like, it's, it reminded me a lot of the Inheritance games, where it's like a puzzle that needs to be figured out. So you'll probably like it. I, I still have my bookmark in it. I just couldn't. Lauren and I were very busy, and mm-hmm. she's a little bit more of, like, she's a slower reader. So I was like, let's just read a chapter a day. And some of the, like the chapters were like maybe 15 pages. So we weren't reading a lot. Yeah. Even with that, I didn't even want to like pick it up and read the next chapter. Like oh. it just, I was like 120 pages in too. Oh, that it's makes not me even... disappointed. <clears throat> I think you'd like it though. Yeah. Um, from when you said that it's like inheritance games, I was like. Ugh. It's not. Like, I'm not like, oh my God, this writing's so stupid. This, like, nothing is not doing it for me. I just don't, I don't know. You're just is. not into it? Mm-hmm. It might be because so it's like, it I don't know. You'll have to see, yeah, because, I mean, I want to borrow that eventually. Yes, you can. So, and I want to borrow Dark Matter. I'm going to have to, we're going to have to get together and, like, yeah. trade books. I know. We should, like, be friends. I know. Maybe. What is this? I like, in real life. Like, we play video games and stuff together and we text each other. Like but I haven't seen you haven't in like seen... two weeks. What? Yeah, two weeks. <laughs> we usually <laughs> see each other every week. It's um, fine. So that one I put on here, but I have not finished it. It's the so other sad one because I'm sorry. It yeah. just is, it okay. seems to be getting higher ratings on book Instagram. So we'll have to see. People are saying good things about it. Yeah. I just don't know. I think I was in a book slump, and then I read good books this month. <laughs> So I was like so focused on well, except for one that I'm gonna go ham on. But oh, I know which one. I've read such good books, and and I'm an audiobook girl now. Yeah, they're just like so easy to get through. Like if you're like doing things, they're just so much easier. You can just pop off in your audiobook and then like go do your thing. Two, three. Three audiobooks for this month, not including the DNF one. And then I'm currently listening to an audiobook that I wanted to finish for the podcast, but it's just going to have to be next month because I still have like an hour or so left. And to be honest with you, I played video games all this afternoon and just didn't get around to it. You had your day off. It's fine. So that being said, I'll back up a little bit. One True Loves by Taylor Jenkins Reid. I gave a four. It was good. I had my issues with it though i just it's not like taylor's most recent books like it is but it isn't yeah like this is straight up romance it's not historical fiction like the romance didn't bother me yeah no i can i i'm yeah but i'm just like kid like telling people who haven't read her backlist books they're not the same as her malborizing Seven Husbands mm-hmm. and uh, Daisy Jones. That's They're, fair. The yeah. writing to me, I like her. She's like an autobi author for me now. Like I love her. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's very different. 
It's a romance. I just... I tried my hardest to put myself in her shoes, which is so difficult to do in this situation because who's nobody's husband is going to literally disappear and be like claimed dead. Yeah. That's not going to happen. But that shit. I did you read the back of the cover when you read it? No, me either. I picked it up and just read it in the first chapter. I was like, okay. (laughs) First chapter. Yes. I was reading it. And the end of the first chapter, I was like, Oh, okay. Here we go. We're starting early. (laughs) I think my issues lie with. I under. This is a book that I understand the hype, and I understand it was a really good book. Mm -hmm. Someone that you literally are so in love with shows back up, and you're just like, "Well, you don't know me anymore." They were stranded on a deserted island. Yeah, yeah. I. Wait, wait, which one? Like the girl or the guy? The girl. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I mean, to benefit of the doubt of the main character, she changed right alongside him being on a stranded like island. Like he has PTSD. She kind of has her own PTSD and kind of. Of course, of course. And like. I, I just don't don't understand (laughs) you could be with somebody and this is i'm it's just i can't wrap my head around it i liked the book i'm not shitting on the book i don't think i don't like diss her decisions i just can't get my head around if josh literally disappeared and three years later i'm with somebody else obviously i can't put myself in that situation and emotions and everything like that but like is he getting really sappy? Josh is my person. So somebody, he comes back. Bye. See you later. Yeah. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I literally don't care. Yeah. And it's like hard. Like, yeah. how many years was it when she met? I mean, she know she knew this man. Okay. Well, here's the other yeah. thing. She knew this man that she ended up with at the same time that she knew uh-huh. this her husband. So it's like a little different because she grew up with both these people. She was just only like semi friends with the guy, the second she, guy, though. Yeah, but she kind, yeah, she, but she kind of gr- had her like friendship with him before. I think that the like relationships that they built from like when they were younger to like adulthood, I think that's what makes it so hard to like be like, who's the right person for her? Because she like knew them both. And, and I under I understood where it was um like she has changed and like he doesn't know these things about her her, the, her husband mm-hmm. doesn't know these things about her and stuff like that but she just wrote it off to like well he knows me better this guy literally didn't he like lose a freaking finger or something like that like or yeah. cut off his own I don't know he cut off oh, some on part the of the island to save his life and literally like took three years to swim back to like see you yeah and you're just like you don't know me anymore (laughs) i didn't read it like that i read it like she was i mean kind of like she was for him like when i this is how i read it she was like oh i have to go back to this man he was the love of my life but then she also has this other man that she also is like he's made me who i am now 
and like he makes me feel comfortable and like when she has her time with him, the husband has her time with him he kind of seems like extreme and like wants to be like something that she was not but she used to be and i don't know it's just like i understand where you're coming from because it's hard to like yeah. picture like your person's gone for three years and now you're with somebody else and then they're like hey i'm back i i don't know i would also probably be like bye because like yeah you know but i don't know it's a it's a weird situation because like you have to think like they both they knew she knew both of them growing up and then like she changed herself from what he knew her to be the husband but i don't know it's an interesting read because you can take it any way you want imagine that you are on a deserted island oh i'd be crushed i already know what you're gonna say yeah so like that's really (laughs) but i think he had he also had his own problems he had to go through and figure out because he was so just broken from his time and like obviously getting denied by his friggin' wife like hello as you would yeah I also just like outside of this whole scenario, I had issues with the fact that she was like, yeah. So when they went to the cabin or wherever they stayed at the end of the book, yeah, like the lake. And she was like, you know what? This second guy is my person, but we're going to bang tonight. And like, I'm going to have one. Oh, last- yeah, I forgot. Sex after she was like, yeah, I don't want to be with you anymore. Yeah. 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 Come on. Like, uh, I know I liked it. It was a good, like it was a good read, but like, again, like you said, there are things that are hard to wrap your mind around because it's so just like, it's so just like out there. Like these situations don't really happen in real life. It, it was a book. I feel like she writes books that make you think. And this book made me think. Yes. And that for that, I really did enjoy it. Yeah. But, but I the, just was. Isn't there like an like epilogue that. and he ends up with somebody that's more his speed? Yeah. yeah. So like there yeah. is a happy ending for him in the end, which is really nice. I think I wouldn't have liked it as much if he didn't end up with somebody that is like he ends up with and he ended up happier anyway. So, yeah. You okay? Me. Yeah, I'm a little like congested. Last week I was very, very sick. Like, I don't know what the heck. I had, I don't know if it's like allergies. I got a really bad cold on top of it. And I'm just like so congested. Do you need to take a minute, like, go no, blow your okay. nose? Okay. No, I'm okay. But you can hear it. Like, it'll get, like, in there. I'm okay. If you need to stop for anything, we can. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I'm good. But I'm just, forewarning, if I sound very <laughs> odd, it's because I'm very congested. You sound fine, well, for what it's worth. Thanks. But, solid book. Yes. I a... would suggest it. I did. I very much enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, I would, it's like a good start to her backlist. Yeah, and now Lauren's bullying me to start reading Daisy Jones because she finished okay, it and really not, liked it. That is not a oh. backlist. You should read that. I personally don't think you're going to like it. And there's many reasons why. But I'm not going to tell you. Whatever. It's fine. I think, though, I'm sorry, I keep interrupting you. You can kick me in the face whenever you want. Um, So, the face. People, I per I read it like I physically read it, but people love love the audiobook, and I know you like audiobooks right now, so maybe you should request it on. Yeah, maybe you should request it on Libby. 
when you go over your books, I'm going to look and see if I can just automatically get it. Because I have um, Paradox Hotel on hold Ooh. right now. But we'll see. But I'm, I'm getting into audiobooks. I don't know what it is. I know I told you that I was like getting like nauseous. Yeah. Weirdly. Yeah. The one time. And I listened to um, Hairpin Bridge. I listened to that in like two days because I listened. It was like 10 hours and I listened to like six hours mm-hmm. at work doing things. And it was so easy to focus. Weirdly. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway. I listened to an ARC audiobook, The Younger Wife by Sally Hepworth, which is a new release. I think it's out. Yeah, it came out this month. Pretty short. Let me double check for you, but keep going. (sighs) I knew that was (laughs) That book sucked major ass cheeks, okay? Like, it's so bad that I read it this month. Excuse me, this month. And I already forgot the premise. What? It says first published October 26, 2021. Oh. This is a book, yeah? Yeah. Oh, maybe the audiobook just came out. I got it on NetGalley, so I don't know. Interesting. So I'm just going to review because I have like my review typed up here and I'm... It just had a lot of plot holes, and I don't want to go too much into it. I know you're not going to read it based yeah, on how much no I dragged it. If you if you don't like it, I know I'm not going to like it. Well, it's yeah, no, no, it's no, family it's, drama. Oh yeah, fuck that family drama. Yeah, I stay away from family drama. So we have the point of view of three people: Tully, which is apparently shortened. A shortened version of Natalie. Huh? <laughs> T-U-L-L-Y. Oh, okay. Tully. Word. So she she's a kleptomaniac. She steals stuff. She has all these issues with it. Her husband is like, oh my God, you have so many issues. Like, I don't even know if we can do this. And then he literally has a gambling problem, gambles their whole fucking house away. And then he's <laughs> like, you're the one with issues. Oh, word. So, um, Rachel was, there was a plot hole in the audiobook, and again, it was an ARC version, so this may be different from, like, the published version, where she talked about how she was sexually assaulted. But this was a book that added rape just for, like, flair, and it was not necessary. Her whole issue was, like, she doesn't get close to guys because of, like, her past. She was sexually assaulted, but, like, it didn't, not that I wanted it to go into detail about the oh, sexual rape. right of course but, like it didn't give any like she was sexually assaulted and then <laughs> never know. dated ever again oh weird it was just a very loosely written plot for that in like some type of conversation that she had with heather who is the third person who is um i'm sorry tully and rachel are sisters oh okay their dad is dating Heather, who's younger than them. So, like, the younger wife. Okay, got it. Makes sense. Yeah. So, Heather mentions to Rachel that she allegedly, like, went to high school with somebody who was sexually assaulted by her uncle. And it said how Rachel was like, oh, my God. Like, it insinuated that that was Rachel. But then it never went into the fact, like, Rachel was like, yeah, some random guy. I have no idea who it was. So, plot hole, like, 372. <laughs> They also talked about um, 
I wrote in here, she almost certainly has an eating disorder that was not discussed. And if I hear one more time about Rachel's curves, I'm going to scream. Because they just kept talking about how curvy she was and how, like, it just, it was too much. It felt yeah. like the author was like, I'm going to have a plus-sized character, but all I'm going to talk about is how curvy she is. Like, yeah. ew. Have you read any of the other books that this woman has written? Hell no. Okay, just keep going. I just wanted to ask. Okay. Um, Heather is the younger wife. And she's apparently hiding her background because she comes from like a DV family and stuff like that. Um, her husband, so the girl's dad's, is literally such a gaslighting piece of shit. You have read another book by this lady. I have? What book? The Mother-in-Law. Shut the fuck up. She wrote that? Yeah. And I loved it. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Why'd you have to tell me that? Sorry. Did you read The Good Sister, too? No. Okay. Yeah, but you did read The Mother-in-Law, and I remember you letting me borrow that. I gave it back to you. Um, but yeah, she wrote that one. Oh, shit. So it was another book that, like, it was labeled as a mystery thriller, but it was just drama the entire time. And then there was a murder at the end of, like, at the beginning of the book, there were, like, oh, my God, there was a murder. And then it, the entire book is supposedly leading up to it, but it gives you no clues to who did it at the end it's just drama 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 okay guess what this person killed this person i hate um, that there needs to have like a whole new genre and it's just drama like this yes this was the book that i asked you what a hot water bottle was yeah you what, yeah what the fuck you said that to me and i was like huh isn't hot it water. like a hot water bottle i just think of like something that you like put on your head when you're like yeah that's what i th i literally imagined that in my brain so i'd never heard that term before ever i don't think that's what it's called so someone hid money hid uh, like a hundred thousand dollars in one of those okay i don't know if that's possible but so <laughs> they're pretty small <laughs> last thing and i'm gonna post my review after the podcast so i'm gonna be posting all of my thoughts on it very soon wait um so tomorrow you're gonna post your picture um i'll maybe i'll wait until like the podcast comes out okay i still have so many things to post but yeah i'm so excited to post that picture. i can't wait i'm gonna share it <laughs> and like just go ham on like making it popular. yeah these um, shits are that like, those they're not that big they're like no, maybe like hundred thousand dollars big a hundred thousand dollars is like a lot of money yeah so I'm listening to this book and on my drive home, I just wanted to get it done with because I knew I didn't like it and that's fine. Um, but when it said epilogue, I literally was in my car and I was like, God, finally. <laughs> when you don't want to listen or read a book anymore to the point where you get to the end of it and you're like, wow, I'm glad that's over. It was so bad. And I talked to this girl maddie on bookstagram who's like i loved this book and i know i've seen like mixed reviews i don't think she got the arc version so i'm wondering if there's a huge difference like a change yeah yeah because there are people who did get it as an arc that i saw in like the physical copy so i'm wondering if the author changed the original a lot mm -hmm. so it's interesting I to, yeah i talked to another girl on shit on bookstagram i cannot remember for the life of me what her at is but 
her review of the book was so funny. Like she hated it so much. <laughs> so much. And then I messaged, I was talking to her about it and she was like, yeah, so the ending of the book was changed when the book was printed. So like oh. the entire ending changed. Yeah. Interesting. It's so random. Why would she do that? She's like, you know it what? fucking sucks. I don't like this book. I'm going to go change it. Like, what? I can understand why. Change <laughs> the rest of the book. Throw it away. Yikes. It was bad. I didn't like it. I would not recommend it. Just it, There was a lot of plot holes. A lot of just kind of like, why? Why is this added? You know, Stupid. But for how like we, much we poop on like bad reads, bad reads are so fun to read because then you get to write a trash review and it's so oh, yeah. fun to write them sometimes. Like I yes. love going off and just being like, hi, this is why I hated this book and I have hot takes and like, let, let me tell you why. Yeah, I that's can't tag her, but that's fine. Favorite thing. I know. I Sometimes I forget that like when I go in and hashtag it, I like forget that like it's probably rude to hashtag the author when you're dumping you on their book. probably shouldn't do the book either because the authors search yeah. the book things too. But at the same time, like this is artwork and sometimes that like creative criticism, sucks. you know? Yeah, I'm not for a one star and like how much, like especially my picture, I'm not gonna. Oh yeah, don't do that. <laughs> No, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I'd be so sad if somebody did that to something I right. really like. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, so I also I read Blacktop Wasteland, which is the same author for Razorblade Tears. No spoilers, because I do want to read that. The fuck was this? Me being excited that you read it. Oh, it was very good. It was very similar to Razorblade Tears in the action gore. Not really gore, but like yeah, it was very. At one point, it was talking. This isn't a spoiler. It was talking about how like this guy got punched in the face so many times that like his teeth were wiggling in his gums. Holy! I was like, oh, like my stomach was turning at some points because of how descriptive it was. But it felt like watching a movie. Oh, I like um, that. I still prefer Razorblade Tears over Blacktop Wasteland. I gave that one a four, though. Four, yeah, four. Yeah, very that's, good. That's what I've been looking forward to reading, even before I read. I don't have it, no. You can borrow mine. Well, I'm going to probably do that. Yes. Um, so I'm not going to say anything more on that. I really loved it. That one came out first because in the back of the book, it had a, a preview of Razorblade Tears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I knew about this book before Razorblade Tears came out, and I didn't realize he was the same. Like, I did after the fact, but, like, yeah. I didn't realize he wrote this as well. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm excited to read it. The last two, I'm just going to go over really quick, but I loved, 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 loved both of them. I am turning into an audiobook girl. <laughs> I am also turning into historical fiction. Huh? How many I... historical fictions did you read this week, this month? <laughs> One. But, well... Two. Two, if you count Auschwitz. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got I Must Betray You as an audiobook on Libby because I was like, oh, everybody, like, I didn't oh. even go in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't go into it knowing what it was even about, but I've seen the cover all over Bookstagram, so I was like, I'm going to read it. So good. You want to know something? Sad, but so good. I'm Tell pretty me. sure it's YA. No, it's not. The, well, the character is like a kid. 
Well, it's historical. You know how like they're like, uh, there's. I would be very surprised if it was categorized as YA. If it is. Anyway, keep going. I think I saw. Keep going. Keep going. Maybe I mean the character is like young-ish, but it's based on like facts. The story itself is not true. Like this character does not exist. But the story does. So it talked about. Is it YA? I can't see that. Hold on. I can't. Fuck. Does it say YA? Yeah, it says it right here. I can't see that. That's, I mean, he has like some type Wait. of, it's not really like a love story, but. Yeah, you can't see I w- it. I believe you. Um, well, it was very good and I had no idea. Um, so wait, really what was it about? Because I've seen it all over Bookstagram as well. So I'm gonna go to the um. So it's in nineteen. It's set in Romania, nineteen eighty nine. So this kid, he's oh, he's seventeen. Okay, so it's during the time of like, oh God, what the hell is his name? Charts. It's eighty nine, so like the late eighties, so like early nineties. So basically, there's this dictator over, um, Romania, and I believe he's Russian. So it says communist regimes are crumbling across Europe. Um, Christian Florescu, who is the main character, dreams of becoming a writer, but Romanians aren't free to dream. They are bound by rules and forced force amidst the tyrannical dictatorship of Nikolai. Oh, the book said Charcescu in a country governed by isolation and fear. Christian is blackmailed by the secret police to become an informer. He is left with two choices, betray everyone and everything he loves or use his position to creatively undermine the most notoriously evil dictator in Eastern Europe. Christian risks everything to unmask the truth behind the regime, give voice to fellow Romanians, and expose the world to what is happening in his country. He eagerly joins the revolution to fight for change when the time arrives. But what is the cost of freedom? A gut-wrenching, startling window into communist Romania and a citizen spy network that devastated a nation from the whatever. Just talks about the author afterwards. So he's 17 years old and he gets blackmailed literally into becoming like a secret spy. They were like, if you report on this family, we won't kill your family. Oh, shoot. So he goes and he's like, oh my God, I'm a spy. Nobody knows. Like, I'm so scared. And a lot more people than he thinks are spies. Like, the people, like, he thinks he's the only one. And then as the book progresses, I'm not going to give anything away because I really I loved this book so much. So many more people, it comes out that like they're spies and people have been reporting on him and his family. And so he ends up joining um, the like a bunch of college kids decide that they're going to protest and they're going to like go against this guy. And he's like, hell yeah, I'm going to do it. And his mom's like, don't do it. You're going to die. And he's like, I literally don't care if I die. I need to like, we need to get out of this. They're not able to listen to the radio. 
it was around the time they used the term radio free Europe a lot. And it was about it was around the time of the Iron Curtain. Okay. I remember hearing that a lot. Um, like in high school and then in this book, obviously. I'm not I really hated history so much in high school, which is really funny that I'm enjoying this this book and historical fiction so much. But the I just wanted to hug Christian so much. Like he went through so much. And at the very end, I was like, this is a true story. It's gotta be. <laughs> and Christian doesn't exist. But I'm He's sure people real. went through that. Oh, yes, of course. But I was just... It's very windy outside. It's just so good. Whether you decide to read it or not, I think it was very good. I don't know, based on your thoughts and feelings on historical fiction, how you'd feel about this book. We shall see when I go over my book. Okay. The last book, I'm sorry, I'm taking so long. You're okay. Um, you the last book <laughs> that I listened to was Hairpin Bridge by Taylor Adams, which is the same <laughs> person who wrote No Exit. Yeah! I have and that book was so good. That was another random one that I got at work, and I was like, I'm just going to listen to this. And I ended up listening to like all of it. It jumps right into the action. The entire book itself is like, it's a past and present point of view. Oh, so like not matching point of view. I mean, like not, whatever, forget it. Keep going. Different timeline. Thank you. Yep. So these twin girls, uh, I can't remember their names right now. Her, the one sister goes missing, or not goes missing. She ends up killing herself. Oh, like that's what happened. That's a part of the back of the book. That's not a spoiler. She ends up killing herself. And then her her sister is like, I know my sister. She would not have killed herself. I need more answers. So she starts trying to find more answers. And then she gets herself in a situation that I'm not going to say because I think you would really like this book. And shit hits the fans so quickly. And she's trying to get information information. And she's like, well, tell me what happened. And then she gets information whether it's correct or not whatever and then it flips to her sister's point of view before she died Ooh. where we get the correct information Ooh, okay so she, like we're figuring it out along with her and then the ending this one was also very much very gory Ooh, very... okay <laughs> so i am just gonna leave it at that because one i'm talking too much and two this was it was just such a good i gave that one a five i also gave i must betray you a five i don't know if i said that nice um but it's just so many good books and i'm listening to a current book right now i'm not going to say it because i'm going to talk about it next month it's going to be a five i know it <laughs> you just went I through know an earthquake it. i know i literally <gasps> anyway but that's all the books that i read this all right. month so you go ahead wait no before you go what was your favorite book of the month Oh, no. Yeah, you have to tell me. I'm, I think it's I Must Betray You. Nice. That's good. Yeah, you should try more historical fictions. Historical fictions are actually really good. Like, you have to, like, I know, like, a lot of them, like, when you think historical fiction, you think, like, war and, like, World War II, Nazis. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's just, like, the wider view of, like, historical fiction. 
But there's so many other ones that are so good. Like, I've read so many historical fictions that I feel like it's just, like, an underrated genre because of, like, how, like, immediately you just think, like, a war, like, World War II, Mm -hmm. all that stuff. But there's some, like, historical, like, prime example, Daisy Jones and the Six is, like, a really good historical fiction. Nothing to do with war. It's just, like, it's more contemporary historical. Yeah, it's not really based on an event that is in history. It's more like this. It's in the seventies, eighties, mm-hmm. and these are where the people are doing their thing. So I don't know. There's some good historical fictions, which I read a lot yeah. of heckin' historical fictions this month. It's insanity. Mm-hmm. I read one. Okay, I read three, but that's a lot. Like I usually am like mystery fantasy mm. whatever uh yeah i read three historical fictions and i only read five books this month so like wow that's a lot so i read uh, last podcast i was finishing up an arc and i finally finished it and i moved it to this month because mm-hmm. i had a slow ma- reading month that's okay i've been busy next month's gonna be even less so be ready next month danielle's gonna talk about the book that we read for the podcast. yeah pretty much i'm gonna have like two books done so I read yeah. All the Best Liars by Amelia Kahini. Kahini, ARC. It's a YA. It's a mystery. I liked it. I gave it a three. Um, I read A History of Wild Places by Shay Earnshaw. That's a mystery. I want to read and that. It's a little fantasy, but it's like ends up being more. That's okay. More of his mystery. I'm a new person. Yeah. When you read it, keep an open mind. Uh, I gave that a five. <laughs> I gave that a five. Um, I read The Extraordinaries by TJ Klune. I actually listened to that. Um, I gave it a four. People We Keep by Allison Larkin. Gave that a five. Um, that's a historical fiction. Um, song, the Songbook of Benny Lament by Amy Harmon. Gave that a four. And then, of course, Tattoo of Auschwitz. Um, I don't know. I light reading month you know um i guess history of wild places was my favorite that i read this month it was so good it was like nothing i've ever read before it was so interesting and it like was nothing that i thought it would be i literally almost made it my book of the month choice the month that it came out and i was just like i don't know meh and people on bookstagram were like this book's freaking awesome I was like, all right, mm-hmm. I got to add it on. I got to take my shot with this. And oh, my God, is it so worth it. It's nothing like you think it is. And it's just like the twists. I'm like, what the heck? Kate okay. is reading this book right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm sure she'll finish it by the time that I the podcast comes out. She texted me about something that happens in the book. And I almost ruined it for her and i was just like oh yeah no this is because i'm not gonna tell you because you're gonna read it Uh, i was like oh yeah me and my friend lauren we were talking about this and i i just remember i was just excited because we were talking about this and we couldn't remember what page it was on and yeah and then i was like oh my god i almost just ruined this book for this girl (laughs) but yeah it's 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 very exciting i liked it it was this mystery and like i don't know the characters were interesting it's very it's about a cult 
pretty much. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Something about cults is so interesting and so weird. Like, I don't know. And then I got into talking. I'm pretty sure it was with Kate. Kate and I ended up talking about books about cults. And I'm like, do you know anymore? Like, know give anymore? me your suggestions because I'm into this. And she's like, you should read books about this. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, you go. I, yeah. So I, uh, very, very good. And I highly suggest it. Um, I don't want to go into too much of it because I want Morgan to read it and like I'm yeah, sure she I wants read to it. read it. Yep. Um, I read The Extraordinaries by TJ Klune and TJ Klune's become an author that I really, really enjoy. He's just very happy and like Morgan attempted to read this book, by the way. <laughs> I did. And I don't know, TJ Klune's something like he's just a very happy author. He makes his like reading light and stuff. Personally, mm-hmm. I've come to find that I like his adult books better than um the extra like the ya ones that i'm reading like i liked the extraordinaries i listened to it i thought it was very quirky it was fun and like it's a ya the character is going to be obnoxious absolutely obnoxious they were crazy they were crazy and the you would have hated the audiobook because the i liked i personally loved the guy who did it because i think he just did the characters really well but he was obnoxious and I'm reading the second book of The Extraordinaries right now, and I I don't know. I like it. I like it a lot. Like, I like the whole superhero aspect of it. I think it's fun, but the whole high schoolers and them going through high school stuff, and they're, like, so obnoxiously gay. And I mean that in a good way. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't mind them being that way. It's very funny. Like, it's so mm. entertaining. But they're just, like, dramatically gay. <laughs> Mm-hmm. it's but it's really really good and it's very wholesome like it's these group of kids and they're like both like a gay couple and they like go through high school they're going through prom and they're going through like like oh i like this guy and he's my best friend and how do i tell him and they're also superheroes which is insanity and like i don't know it's super cute and i like it and that's why i'm writing the second one because like mm-hmm. they're super it's just a super wholesome happy book so i suggest it but if you're not a TJ, if you haven't read any other TJ Klune books, I'd re- start with his House in the Cerulean Sea and Under the Whispering Door. Those are way better. I was like, going to say, I thought he was, I'm sorry, I thought he was the author for mm-hmm. those. And I, yeah. Their world's better. Like, the writing's less why, obviously. It's less why. Yeah. And it covers more topics that are more adult related. And like, mm-hmm. it's it's more digestible for an adult rather than like, the YA, like the like I said, the YA is very, very, very dramatic, like so yeah. dramatic. <laughs> yeah. But it's good. Like I, am, I'm enjoying it, and obviously I'm enjoying it because I'm like literally almost done with Flash Fire, so I have like a mm-hmm. hundred ish pages left. So it's good. I really love T.J. Clune. Like they're just happy books, and like I don't know if you want something happy, go for him. I like it. I'm not somebody who likes sad books, so, like, that's something that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping he writes more adult books because they're just something to, like, I, like, find comfort in that. Like, you know how, like, mm-hmm. Lauren today said, maybe I'll read Harry Potter. It'll get me out of my slump. I feel like that's yeah. what, yeah. he's, like, a good book person to get me out of my, like, a slumpish. Yeah, yeah. And then... I'm sorry. I don't want to take too long because I want to like really get into tattooists. You're fine. 
Um, I literally I read, just talked for like an hour, so. You're fine. I read The People We Keep by Alison Larkin, which, again, is a historical. I, it's interesting because these historical fictions are very, like, they could be cont- contemporary fiction. Because mm-hmm. they're not really, like, they're based in a time period. But they're, like, very generic. Like, they're about a, like, People We Keep in the 90s. I gave this book a five. First of all, it's in the 90s, which we love the 90s. And then it's in my hometown. It's in Ithaca in Binghamton. Hello. So cool. And like the things she described in her books were so accurate to the actual places. Like she described Ithaca so good. Like it was like it was exactly like Ithaca. I imagined it in my brain just the way it was like she talks about the commons and i don't know it was so good i loved it so much um and it's just like a really wholesome book it's about this girl and it pretty much goes through her whole entire life and like she wants to become a musician and um it goes from there like it, i don't want to give any spoilers cuz i know you want to read this book and it's mm-hmm. so good it's just like super super like it makes you believe in humanity again and i don't want to like give it it doesn't give anything away but like it's it just is like a timeline piece about this girl and she like grows up and like all these things happen to her and it's in like new upstate new york and like you you kind of know where those places are so it like really feels kind of like home when you're reading it uh it was very very good and uh i just loved it a lot yeah so that's why i give it a five it felt like home when i was reading it and um, yeah i want to read that one You'll like, I think you'll like this one a lot. It's got its sad moments, but it's mm-hmm. also got like its very, very, very wholesome, good, happy moments. So, okay. um, it's, I, I feel like everybody needs to read it. It's like one that's like super, super underrated for how great it really is. Cause it's not okay. something, and I think it's not something that somebody would be like, ooh, this is like what I need, like I wanna read. Cause it's very, it's a very generic plot. But it's it's way better than like when you read it. It's just like wow, this is such a good book, and it's like the writing's super beautiful. So yeah, and again, no spoilers because Morgan wants to read these books. Yes, 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 yes. But um, highly, highly suggest. And then last book I read, Songbook of Benny Lament, and I read that for my other book club, and mm-hmm. another historical fiction with music. Is music a trope? Because like it is because you've read a couple of them so far. I think I love books that are incorporate music because I really like this one too. It wasn't as good as People We Keep and Daisy Jones for me. A lot of the girls in my book club Mm -hmm. love, love, love this book, but it kind of dragged a little bit for me because how lengthy it was. A thick book. It was about four hundred and sixty-five pages. It was a thick, thick book. But holy shit! Yeah, it was big. I it took me a while to read, but it was still really good. And I, it was creative. Like it was really creative, really. And like it was, mm-hmm. you start off the book, and Benny Lament is our main character, and he's on a radio show, and he's getting like uh, interviewed on New Year's Eve, and this is where he like you get the story. So like you start off with the interview, and then you go into the first part of his story, and it breaks up by the interview on like present day so it's like uh not it's like alternating timelines which i really like 
um, and it breaks up very nicely. It's a lot of information, but the way it's broken up by these radio shows, interviews, makes it super digestible. And the author's really creative with, like, so it's based in the 60s, and it's like, it's like when you've got racial injustice and stuff like that. I don't know if I'm saying that term right. It's like inequality. Inequality's huge. And Benny and Esther end up being in a romantic partners, and Esther's black and Benny is white. And mm-hmm. you deal with that, and then you've got mob, like the mob, like uh, gangsters and stuff, mm-hmm. like the Italian mob is a huge part of this book. And it's very interesting because Benny and her, his dad and his, like, uncle are all part of the mob. And, like, there's this crazy twist that, like, incorporates all these characters. And it also incorporates music because they become a band. And, like, it's super good. And it's, uh, it's really beautifully written. Like, the band um, is, like, the, obviously the main focus. Mm-hmm. And each title of the book is a song that the band wrote. Oh. And like okay. She like subtly like talk like puts in little details that are like music related like S- there's something that was a term for music and I think it was Esther's name and it was something okay. to do with music and it was like had to do with her her growth throughout the book. And it was a music term. And it was really cool. She, like, adds really cool little details like that that make the book very, very interesting. And I liked it a lot. It was beautiful. Like, it, again, it was beautifully written. I find that historical fictions books mm-hmm. are so, like, they're just really, like, good. Like, they have to be beautifully written. They're about a time and our past. And, like, a lot of them kind of have a love story in them. Yeah. So, like... I don't know. It was good. It did drag for me. I was like, all right, we get it. They're a band. These people are in love. Let's find out what the frick's going on. There's, I think that it could have been like 100 less pages than what it could have been. But for the length that it was, I did enjoy it. It was good. I gave it a four. So, yeah. Okay. So I read a lot of historical fiction this month. It was uh, quite a drop blast to the past month and they, they were all like i feel like you did this month what i did last month where they're all overlapping in some way and you don't even meet them to yeah like they were all music related and like they were history yeah. and like yeah i don't know it was it was good reading month but i wish it could have fit more and you know i mm-hmm. like feel like i was like super super slow reader <laughs> i was okay. reading super slow but I did enjoy all of them. Like, the only one I... I didn't really rate any of them low. Like, I... They were all pretty... They're either fours or fives. Yeah. So. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. My favorite was uh, History of Wild Places because... Okay. We love a good cult... Cult mystery. Mm. We'll have to... I think what we should do, since it's getting nicer out, too... You remember at your old apartment, we would just... I would just come over and we would just read yeah, all day. Yeah, lay out and read, yeah. We, we should can do that. There nicer. is there is green area for us. We should do that once your life slows down. Once May is over, it'll be it'll calm yeah. down. Forty. Um, I had a segue and I don't remember. Oh, I know something. I okay. Wait, I have to shout out a publisher because I'm freaking hyped. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. So do it. I'm a pretty small book Instagrammer. I have 3,000 followers. That's not a lot compared to some of the other people that are on there. There's people who okay. have like 7,000. That's still 6, a lot. 000. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. There's a book I'm, co- there's a few books coming out I'm really excited about. I'm going to email the publishers and just give them my stats and just be like, hey, I like this author. I know they're having, a, they have a book coming out soon. And I'm really interested in, like, I'm really, really excited about it. Here's my review on her other book that I've read recently. And also, hint, 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 here's a book. Here's a review that we did on our podcast. And so didn't hear anything back. I'm like, whatever. If they don't answer me, they say no. It's no big deal. Like, whatever. It doesn't hurt my feelings. I understand. Yeah. I'm like a, like a small book Instagrammer. Last week, I got book mail. And I was like, I didn't order anything. And then I open it up. What'd you get? I got runtime Ooh, by the oh, lady yeah, who, wrote, who wrote 522 days. days. Also 56 days. Yeah. Yep. This book, I'm so hyped to read this Did book. They email you back or they just sent no, it No, they just you? sent it. I'm like, okay. word. Thank you, guys. So <laughs> it's Blackstone okay. Publishing. Um, so shout out to Blackstone Publishing for... Not answering my email, but sending me a surprise book. I'm so hyped to read this. I literally spam comment her. Like whenever she posts about this book, I spam comments on it. I'm like, how can I get this book? So they must have heard me because holy. They're probably like, please shut this Get lady this up. girl a book so she'll get the fuck out of here. Yeah, no. I'm I, not going to lie. I really thought that you were about to pull up House Across the Lake and I was about to drive to your apartment right now and punch you right in the face. No, no, it's this one. But I'm so excited about this. It's like, so we read this book called, what's it called? 56 Days? No, 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 not her book. The other book that you said, this sounds like this book. The book that Annie suggested for our, our book club. <laughs> and I was like, what? <sighs> what the on. hell are you talking about? Um, the one we read, so the book club that I started that you're part of, and we read that one book and it had a black cover and we both hated it so much. Oh my God, I'm going to find it. We read it and hated it. Yes. You and I. Yes. I'm going to find it. It black cover. Black and red. Oh, yeah. Okay. The freaking 700 page one. Yeah. Plain Bad Heroines. Yeah, okay. So you said, so I read the synopsis to you and you said, Danielle, this sounds like Plain Bad Heroines, but it's going to be so much better because this woman is an actual mystery writer. So it's pretty much about a movie, a movie set, and they're shooting a movie. And then while they're shooting the movie, people end up dead. And it's a, it's a horror movie that they're shooting. So I'm hyped to freaking read this. And I'm have so high expectations because it's going to be so much better than what Plain Bad Heroines was. So thank you for sending me this book. And I love you guys so much. So, so much. And I feel so special. And I'm going to read it next month. So. It sounds like Plain Bad Heroines. It's going to be so much better, though. Like, I already know it is. Because she's not, like, first off, this book, Plain Bad Heroines was YA. This is adult. And it's actually mystery. I'm hyped. We're gonna hyped, and I feel special. I feel like it's exciting. Cool. That's exciting. I I'm very like a, happy that you got it. A cool girl. <laughs> oh my god! Somebody, cool. whatever. 
I'm hyped. So, um, the thing that I had to tell you and share on the podcast, I literally today, I don't know if you knew this or not, but Kate wrote a book. Ooh! She wrote a book of short stories. <laughs> it's on Amazon. It just dropped today. She's getting the royalties. She like got it published and everything. Oh. And I ordered two copies. Did you? Yeah, I got Let's one for you. Go. Oh my god, thank you. I appreciate that. I w- you should have let me buy. I should just freaking buy another one. <laughs> She's getting the royalties anyway. She yeah. literally texted me the link, and I was like lit, ordering two copies. And then she started telling me about like, oh, I'm sorry, it's so expensive. And I was like, I didn't even look. Like Josh what? was like, oh, how much was it? I was like, I didn't look at the <laughs> didn't price. Look. This it's is my hundred dollars. I literally don't care. Yeah, but she wrote a book, and it's published, and it's on Amazon. And that's I'm a so, freaking so, so, good so feat. Like. Yeah, that's something to be super proud of because, like, the thought of writing a book is like a huge deal. Like, you have to literally put yeah. your life into it. Yeah. Also, I'll link Kate's book into our our uh send it to our uh, thingy. But I bought two copies, and it should be here. It's only a limited amount, I believe, that she said. This is Hold the on. book. Is this the book, Morg? No. Oh, shit. What the heck? I'm sending. Oops. Shit. Come I on. will I'm put gonna... the link to Kate's book in our description. So everybody go <laughs> go buy Kate's book. Yeah. Short stories. She is a it's fellow a... book Instagrammer, and she's the yeah. nicest, nicest person. She's literally... I mean, we say that about everyone, but she's actually really, really nice. Like, so sweet. She's, she's so, really sweet. so sweet. So, yeah. that's the exciting thing. She told me that she, like, she was sending me pictures. She went to go watch it get printed, and she did all the formatting and stuff for it. And then I was like, as soon as it gets released and is able to be purchased, I want you to tell me. And then she just said, hi, and sent me the link today. And I was like, lit, purchase two. Here yeah. you go. Yeah, we're going to put that in our description. So if you guys are interested in supporting a local book Instagrammer, a local, yeah. a not a local, a, like, fellow, <laughs> please, please go buy her book. Uh, she gets all the royalties, and the more the word her gets out, the better, like, sh- her, yeah. like, stuff does. So support once, our Kate. Yeah. Yeah, once we get the book in the mail, I asked her, I was like, can I share it and, like, tag you and all this stuff? And she said that she was fine with that. So I'm going to post it and tag her book instagram when they come in and i'm gonna read it and i honestly think it's like 50 pages like it's very it's a short short stories yeah yeah so it's not terribly long you're gonna be you guys are so yeah so find the link to in the description support support another book instagrammer because book book people are life yes Yes, also congrats kate like that's freaking sick that's so awesome. I thought so Kate. Proud yeah. of Danielle just slapped Kate right in the face. <laughs> oh, that's so exciting. Wow, I'm like so excited. I'm going to message her after this and be like, yeah, bro, you're freaking cool as hell. Hell yeah. All right. Morgan. So let me read the I gotta pull up my notes. synopsis for the Tattooist of Auschwitz. 
just a preface here. We're going to go into spoilers. We're going to talk about the entirety of the book, all that fun stuff. If you have not read this book and you would like to go read it and then come back, Danielle links in the bottom when we start talking about what and what time and stuff so you can skip forward and you can come back and all that fun stuff. So it's 200 freaking pages. Fucking read the book. It really is. (laughs) Anyway. Don't let her speak to you like that. (laughs) So. All right, shut the fuck up. Here we go. All right. In April 1942, Lail Sokolov, a Slovakian Jew, is forcibly transported to the concentration camps at Auschwitz-Birkenau. When his captors discover that he speaks several languages, he is put to work as the tattooer. Oh, I, I'm saying that completely wrong, but I'm just saying tattooer. Um, tasked with permanently marking his fellow prisoners. Imprisoned for over two and a half years, Lael witnesses horrific atrocities and bar- barbarism. Okay. Yeah, I think but, that's right. I think it's supposed to be like barbaric, but like barbarism. Okay. But also incredible acts of bravery and compassion. Risking his own life, he uses his privileged position to exchange jewels and money from murdered Jews for food to keep his fellow prisoners alive. One day in July 1942, Lael, prisoner 32407, comforts a trembling young woman waiting in line to have the number 34902 tattooed onto her arm. Her name is Gita, and in that first encounter, Lael vows to somehow survive the camp and marry her. A vivid, harrowing, and ultimately hopeful recreation of Lael Sokolov's experiences as the man who tattooed the arms of thousands of prisoners with what would become one of the most potent symbols of the Holocaust. The tattooist of Auschwitz is also a testament to the endurance of love and humanity under the darkest possible conditions. Sorry. <laughs> Are you okay? Mute yourself and cough. You're fine. I didn't you okay? want to bring the freaking arrow back into the thing and forget oh. about it. I'm okay now. So sorry for all of the coughs and my sickness. Do you need a minute? <coughs> yeah, you sure yeah okay i'm sweaty yeah your face looks like like red you just held your yeah. breath for so long yeah because i was like i gotta hold this cough <laughs> you literally would have been fine if you coughed i know but i feel bad All so right. where would you like to start i asked you where would you like to start I ruined Danielle. the fun surprise. <laughs> yeah, this. Oh my god! Listen, you need to just not write your notes in ever. <laughs> I thought I could trust my fellow co-host. Listen, Morgan, my best friend. I thought I could trust. Okay, Man. you know, Morgan, you no, can't just no, be shut like, up. shut the hell up for a second. <laughs> Let me go on my soapbox here. All right, all I right. say I don't think we should talk about the book. Do not look at my notes. Do not look at anything. This bitch texts me and says, Morgan, did you really give it that rating? First off, you can't just be like. Forget it. <laughs> I quit. I quit. You need to write your notes in a separate. I'm moving my notes. Yep, because yeah. I don't fucking trust you. We this share is the Google one time Doc. I've ever done that, too. Like, I, when she usually does that, I don't usually write it. And then I was writing notes. I'm like, you know, I'm curious. It can't be that bad. I, I almost didn't put my rating in there because I was like, she's going to look. You and I was like, have. you know what? I can trust her. Yeah, nope. Listen. No, I can't. The one time I do look. The one time. Because literally every other time, I literally forget to write notes. 
That's fair. Or I read so, it before you do and write my notes in. Here we are. The one you, time. The one what did you time, give it? I gave it, give it four. Okay. <laughs> I'm sad. I gave it a one. Listen, I literally, when I read that, I said, in all caps, Morgan, how the fuck did you give this a one? I really don't understand how you gave it a four, to be completely honest with you. I, I don't. This is, okay. I'm so I'm excited ready. for I'm this. But I'm... We're going to have such heavy different opinions. I, I know think are. I know why. But. Tell me. Tell me why you think I. Um, or did you read all my notes? Because that's no, I didn't. quite I possible. Read, I saw your F in one and I was like, <laughs> okay, I need to scroll back up. <laughs> yep. I was like, I'm not reading anything else besides the fucking one. That's craziness that you gave it a one. I mean, I can benefit of the doubt. I can see why you gave it a one because it's how, okay. I can see why you would give it a one because how does these things happen? There's a lot of things that seem to be like, this is Auschwitz. How the fuck did all this shit happen? Two, based on me, I read, did uh, you listen to the audiobook? Yes. No. Oh, you read the physical? I read it. Yeah. Do you have it? No, I got it on Libby. Libby, I had you oh, could you get the audiobook e-book. or e-book. yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you read all the back stuff? Yep. Okay. Doesn't change anything. Okay. Doesn't fucking change. I anything. didn't realize. Okay, first off, I didn't read this part where it says based on true story until the end. So I was like, okay, based on a true story. What? I'm laughing because you're like, yeah, I didn't read the cover. <laughs> I didn't even look at it. Yeah, I didn't read this part. I read the fucking no, this and saw the piece. No, that's why I'm laughing. Yeah. Yeah, I know. There's sometimes that, I, like, but give me the benefit of the doubt because, like, when I was reading a songbook of Benny Lament, I didn't read the titles of the freaking chapters. And then my one friend was like, their song title names. I'm like, what? Get out of here. So now I have to read everything. So, okay. I don't know. I think I read it at high. I liked it. It was a happy ending. When you read books about Auschwitz and the Holocaust, they're all stories about death and sadness, which it is. Hello. My fucking knuckles ready, man. (laughs) It's about, it's a happy ending. This man, at least one person, two people out of all these people who got murdered and killed, got a happy ending. Go ahead. Also, I like your nose ring. It looks good. Bye. Thanks. I'm still getting used to it because I go to like fix it and then I'm like, it doesn't spin because yeah, it's... yeah, yeah. Because it's like, yeah, yeah. It looks good. Yeah. Go after it. I. <laughs> I okay. I obviously clearly hated this book. Yeah. With. <laughs> out without being a total complete asshole and just being like what the fuck Daniel like I'm not trying to be like that I cannot grasp how the facts around this entire story that is claiming to be true described Auschwitz so lenient and so 
fun. And so like, I'm going to skip around and hang out with my girlfriends and okay. we're going to lock arms and we're going to skip down the hallway and we're going to go to gym class together. Like <laughs> I really, this, there, it was just not right. It's not accurate. The facts were not correct. That okay. is mm-hmm. where, no, shut up. I'm not done yet. <laughs> that is starting the basis of like, I started reading in the beginning. I started reading this book and I was like, you know what? I didn't read the back of it. Well, I did because we had to like vote on it and whatever, but I didn't like you like have any. Right. I didn't really have any cares if we read it or if we didn't read it. Going into it, I thought that it was not a true story or no, I thought it was a true story going into it. And then moving forward, I was like, wait, is this a true story? Because I, d- I didn't read the front part that I made fun of you for not reading <laughs> So I didn't read that either. And so my very first um, bullet point is like, I thought that this was a true story or that I honestly also thought that it was going to be like most of the other Holocaust books that have been written where the author had some connection or was at Osh- a, like one of right, the con- right. yeah. Mm-hmm. This is just a random lady. Keep her just, going. <laughs> just a random like she is getting her facts. It's not like she just woke up and was like, "I'm gonna make the story up." Yes, Lael is a real person. His son is I don't remember his son's name, but his son is the one who gave the information to the author. I'm pretty sure. No, I think it's actually Lael. Lael is who she interviewed. But she, at the very end, there's an epilogue, I guess you'd call it, from the son's point of view and how he met with her, with the author. I I mean, she could have met with both of them, but I thought that it was mostly the son giving the information. I could be wrong. Uh, In this, about the book, it talks about her meeting with actual Lael. But... Okay. But... You could be right. I could have missed that part where she did meet with the son. Because it does say that he did pass away and then she had to finish the rest of the book. And I, we can obviously, sounds like we're going to be talking about this for a hot minute. (laughs) When you are writing a book about such a prominent moment in history and your facts are just incorrect, I don't care about the rest of the book. That's that's really what it is for me. A, a couple other things that I can I don't want to like take up all of my like talking points right now, but that's really I can't get past it. I just What can't. do you mean incorrect? Like how it's like she dumbed like she made Auschwitz not as terrifying as normally like how is it actually freaking was? So in the beginning, this one I'm a little flip-floppy on. In the very beginning, he was saying how they put up posters saying that um one person from your family as long as they're over the age of 18 can go and work for like the german government and then your family would be safe it's- and then he, he went and that like his family was saved which looking back on it now sounds like it was just something that the germans told like to get people there so it wasn't the german it, you're right you're right it was the soviet government so it wasn't damn I'm pretty because I'm pretty sure it talks about because it flashes back later in the book to his time with the Soviets. 
I swear. But you know what? You could be right. I I I thought it was with Soviet. You like with Soviets. You go. Regardless, wherever it, wherever it was with, it's the same thing, just different people. So that was just that didn't happen. Which now I'm thinking that one. I'll I'll just give that to her. We'll just not talk about that. The fact that he's buddy buddy with one of the guards, and the guard is like, "Oh, you like this girl? Write her a love note, and I'm gonna deliver it." Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. People are literally getting murdered. And he did or I'm sorry, she did touch on parts of the book where like because I put in here when um the bus gets blown up. I don't know if so he Lail is like being brought to go tattoo these people and then he goes up and there's like a bus bringing new people on. And then oh, yeah. the guard mm-hmm. goes I up and yep, like I blows up the bus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then in the beginning, when he was leaving, he had to like go pee or something, and he goes out. Oh and yeah, then and the, the people guard... just get shot. Yeah. And so like that, fitting. Right. Clearly, yes. like yes. all of that is fitting. Um, let me scroll down. <laughs> the fact. That on Sundays they got to have free days and not. Yeah, that seemed not accurate. It's... Right. Right. I agree with you. Like, I'm gonna, a lot of the stuff I'm gonna agree with you because you just keep going. I'll just add after. <laughs> no, you, I don't want this to be entirely. No, just... no, I'm gonna keep my rating. And I'm going to tell I, you okay. why I gave you yeah. I gave it a four. So let's see. I already t- kind of talked about this, but um, when he was like, oh, let's hold hands and run around the camp. Like we're in high school was the quote that I put, but that's obviously not what he said in the book. That was just like, he's like, oh my God, I'm so in love with Gita, which random ass lady that he just saw. Bro. And he was like, yeah. I would uh, die huh? for her. Bro. Yeah. I know. I know. I have things to say about that shit, too. Talk about it. Talk about it. It was just so random. Like, I understand. Like, okay. (sighs) Okay. She's interviewing this. Obviously, it's not all from his recollection. She had to embellish a bit because this man went through Auschwitz and he's older than shit. Like, he's. Oh, that had pictures in it? I didn't see the pictures. Yeah, these are all the. This is Gita and him. Aww. Yeah. So like Meh. he's older than nuts. So I'm sure he literally freaking there's probably some stuff that like what I don't know. He probably like I don't know. He's old. But people old people say shit. So I don't know. I think you're right though, because what I think maybe and this has nothing to do I really just think the author was handed a potentially great story and just fucking tossed it in the dumpster. I really think this is all on her. I mean, because... it. I I understand where you're coming from, from how like it is very, very not as terrifying as what it really was. Like I've, have you been to a Holocaust museum? Yes. Yeah. Go to a Holocaust museum. That's an accurate 
representation. This is a love is story in Auschwitz that feels like a fiction novel that really just takes away the terrifying nature of Auschwitz. So even if let's give her the let's give this the benefit of the doubt, even if Lael is just old as shit and maybe he forgot. Or maybe he just isn't going into the details about everything that happened. Which, uh, wouldn't you not want to go into the details about all this insane, terrifying shit that these people put on you? So I did a little, a little, I didn't do like terribly a lot of research. She hired researchers to make sure that all of her stuff was correct. Oh, really? Would she fucking hire toddlers? (laughs) <laughs> she hired people to make sure that her information about the Holocaust was correct and still decided to publish this. It's like, okay, so like, obviously the account of Auschwitz is correct, but she, it's not that it's not correct. It's the fact that she don't like made it less terrifying. That is, I think that's what, really is it comes down to she really really takes away what auschwitz really was on on history what it really was and yeah. how the amount of people that they are actually killing which she does reaccount in this but it almost gets taken away from Le- like what the st- by the story of Lael and gita which they do experience some scary ass shit they really they do, do. yeah but it's very mind blowing all the shit that they got away with. It really is. And I, when I was reading this, I was like, is that this actually real? Lael and Gita. Oh, okay. That's what I thought you meant. I just wanted to make Yeah. Sure. Like, how did they actually get away with this? And I understand, like, okay, so the part where he gets taken away. And gets questioned about the rubies and the diamonds from the women's camp from Canada. And his friend that he saved essentially helped him get out of that and didn't get beaten as badly. I can see that being a thing. Right. But so I Googled. Was there tattooers in Auschwitz? I didn't find anything. I, th- I could not to be. find anything. So a lot of the stuff that came up was that people who were in Auschwitz were stamped, like physically just stamped, not tattooed. So a lot of that came up. I didn't see any names of anybody who was a tattooer. And I Googled, like, when you, if you thought of, like, if you Google it, you would think that this Lael man would come right up. There are interviews with the author and stuff, which mm-hmm. obviously, but like I never, there's never anything. And I, I didn't go deep, deep into it. I was like maybe <laughs> 20 minutes of my life, but like I didn't and, find yeah. anything, anything about it. And I was just I, like, is this real or not? I think... Because it seems to me... You're, like, making me question my entire knowledge about the Holocaust right now. 
Well, it's making me think that like an SS officer would be the one that would be doing this thing instead of a prisoner. Yes, that's also possible. Yes, because they're what like people have talked about how like if they had survived the Holocaust, they were like still like it's not something that they could wash off. So they were tattooed in some way, whether it was like an actual not an actual tattoo gun like we obviously have now, but like whether it was I don't know. Wait, a needle. Yeah. So I I understand where you're coming from because I was here's my mindset. I went into it. This is fiction. Right? Obviously. It's not gonna give the true account of Auschwitz and how whatever it is. And when you told me that it was romance, I honestly was like, okay, this is going to be something that's not what I'm expecting it to be. And it wasn't. It was literally a story about love that was found in Auschwitz, but it also was about Auschwitz. Was it accurate? Maybe. Maybe. Even with that mindset, because I also went into it. So I flip-flopped. I went into it thinking it was a true story. And then when I find out that it, I kind of went through a process of like, it's true. No, wait, it's not. Oh, wait, it is true. So in the process where I was like, wait, it's not true. I was honestly, this is the part where I was going to like DNF it because the idea of writing a fiction book, a fiction love story with the Holocaust of all fucking places and things as the scene disgusted me. Yeah, I understand. It was very odd to me that she would take this and make a love story. It is very, very odd. I liked the aspect that they got a happy ending because you read a lot of Holocaust books and there's not really people who get happy endings. So it's a different spin on the Holocaust. And that's where my thought kind of was. Like, I didn't really want to give it like it. And. Yeah. It doesn't really do the Holocaust justice. There's a happy ending. These people live. They find each other after Auschwitz. Whatever. It seems too good to be true. And the fact that it was a true story, if this is what actually happened in their love story, that is perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. There is no fucking way that it happened the way that the author wrote it. Yeah. It's just no way. They had to have gone through more punishment or something. Like, they got away with a lot. A they lot. Sex. So, that's sex. How? They're they literally, literally SS offer, officer, let them go and have sex with each other. I don't know how that's a thing. And, like, I don't know how Lale didn't get caught by getting all of those like gems and rubies from these people. Mm-hmm. He was doing it on the open. Mm-hmm. You they know? were just like, here you go. They like, and it seemed very obvious. Like he did get caught, but like he didn't. And then I was confused about the gypsies. Like, why were they seemed to be like the gypsies side of the camp didn't get to as tor- seemed as tortured mm-hmm. as the Jews and some of the other people in the camp. Like when he like say he'd get done from tattooing and he'd get home and the little kids would run up to him and like they seemed like they were okay. Do you remember what I'm talking about? 
they seemed Vaguely. okay. Like they didn't get tortured or like they weren't being mm-hmm. beaten. And like, I don't know. It was very odd. Like a lot of the details were odd. Like he looked into Gita's eyes and immediately fell in love with her. And then this woman was like, and I get it. They're in Auschwitz. You need a person to trust, right? You're like, you're a by yourself. Who the fuck do you trust when you're, everybody's dying and you don't know, mm-hmm. like whatever. I get it. You got to trust somebody. And this is the person who's claims to love you and is like giving you medicine from an unknown source and keeping you alive. Sure. Yeah. Fall in love. Whatever. But. Is this like how I just don't, I just don't because like I've never like examples of other books about a boy like the Auschwitz boy in striped pajamas. Horrifying. Um, Anne Frank's journal, like her that mm-hmm. nonfiction book about Anne Frank, terrifying. Like mm-hmm. this is way different than what any other uh, book about Auschwitz is actually. Like, what's the other book? Yeah, there's an, a book I read in high school about the Auschwitz. Night. Whoa. Night. Is it called Night? By, I yeah, by Ellie. Um. I don't know if that's weasel. It's not weasel. There's it's pronounced differently, but it's spelled weasel. I know that because one, I also read it in high school and two, um, I bitched about this book a lot at work to my coworkers and we did research together about this book. That's not the one. That's not the one. Oh, well, that was another one then. Wag. Um, but yeah, no, I understand your thoughts because I did read this and I was like, how do Mm -hmm. you get so lucky that you are getting out of all of this stuff, like all of the beating and like you got extra rations. I've never heard of people getting extra rations in Auschwitz. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I, I get it. You can have as much as you want. There was a couple other main things that um, I'm sorry I'm interrupting you a lot oh, this God. podcast and um I give you permission to just slap me in the face next time you see me. There you go. Um so I really quick they he talked about you've seen The Longest Yard, right, with Adam Sandler when he's in jail, the football movie. I don't think I've seen the whole thing. So not to compare the two but they literally play soccer with the guards oh yeah that was so random never heard of that i want to i want to hang out with you guys i want to like play soccer against you guys yeah and then they did and it just reminded me of the longest yard because in that movie the guards and the inmates play football against each other yeah that part like literally i was like this cannot and I, I, like I said, I did give it a four solely for the fact that it was a happy ending and people got, it was a happy book about Auschwitz. And I know it seems <laughs> like I'm shitting on this book right now, but some of the details in this book are very, very, they seem odd and ill-placed that, and they seem like they're not very true. The tout that like, and when I get, and I think that like, when I went and Googled the tattooist thing and nothing came up about it, like obviously people got tattooed. That was a thing. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. but wouldn't they have information about prisoners tattooing other prisoners and it comes up especially if this one notable person was tattooing in auschwitz right so so yeah um the other thing i also hated the writing style like the writing style was so choppy and i did Mm -hmm. this thing that i do all the time when i don't like a book or when i really love a book i go to the other goodreads ratings and read what other people said and read what other people wrote because i'm like ooh, is there something that i missed or is like i want to find other people because this book is loved oh people love this book love 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 love. it's highly rated and no hate to you specifically or anybody. I, who just, really, I yeah. really just don't understand it. I This is one that I don't understand the hype. And I'm not shitting on people who like this book. I just truly will not grasp. I can't grasp it. No, and I get it. And I get why. Because I was reading, like I said, I was reading it. And I did question, like, how true are these details? Because anything we've learned in high school, yeah. we've learned from other books we've read. It's been an, like it's a terror. It's just terror. Like people got terrorized and murdered, and it was brutal. And it was I don't I and this made it like you said seem like it was recess time compared yeah. to what these other yeah. yeah. And I understand and, you know, and I'm interested to see how the sequel is because it's about her friends recognition and she got raped Mm -hmm. she didn't have a love story i did hear bits and pieces because when i told so i told one of my coworkers that we were reading this book for the podcast because when we did the vote i had like asked um whoever i was working with that day to like look at the thing that i had made to make sure it looked even and all that stuff we Mm -hmm. talked about it and one of my coworkers was like oh i read the tattoo like the tattooist and i really liked it and also there was a sequel about um I, it's Silka or yeah I don't I don't know if I'm saying her name right but um it's about her and she told me a little bit about what happens and it's a spoiler I think so I'm not going to say it for anybody who wants to read it or if you end up reading it or whatever um I'm personally obviously not going to read it but, yeah obviously you did not like the book. yeah um but she did say that it was good in comparison to like she liked this one as well i think i just didn't like again nothing i feel like i'm being such a bitch with saying like i didn't like lail because i'm sure he's a great person okay thank you for saying he was annoying okay he was creepy in the beginning did you not get that okay i may have and i don't know what you're talking about because i have a lot of Okay, let me pause really quick. So another yeah. example of a book that was accurately, I feel, gr- described, another two books. Number of the Stars by Lu- Lewis, Lois, Lewis Lowry, Lowry. Read that in high school. Very accurate representation of Auschwitz. That sounds Not that I freaking survived Auschwitz, but like this book in compared in comparison to this book. And then the book Thief. Is that set in yes. during the Holocaust? Yep. Way another, yeah, you should read that. That's more accurate than this. I read that in high school. Much, much better book. Interesting. Yeah, I read um, Night. Yes. And I remember that one was really, really good. Yeah. See, there's like, 
yes, this has for me this side of the screen. Uh, <laughs> it, it does have its good things. Like you don't get a book that generally is a love story that has a happy ending, especially in Auschwitz. That's like literally the only really big thing that I can really recount. That's what made it kind of positive for me. But when you said the writing was choppy, it felt like it needed more details. Like it felt like it left a lot of things out. Like it felt like time went by way too fast. And I think that like, obviously Lael didn't share as much with this woman as a story could really hold an accurate, let's say story could really hold. I did enjoy reading it because, like, how often do you really read an account of a Holocaust survivor? You know, there are better books to read if you would exactly, like to read exactly. <laughs> you're right. You're right. This is definitely different, survivor-wise, compared to other things. If you don't like yeah. terribly gruesome and things that make you really, really sad, this is very sad. But it's more digestible for the gruesome details that are Auschwitz. Is it accurate? Like we said. That's the thing. Who knows? I'm going to literally die on this hill. If you are going, like, I don't mean to keep repeating the same things. If I, no, please, because I've been doing the same fucking thing. Please do. I, if you, if you are looking to learn about the Holocaust, if you are looking to do anything about the Holocaust, don't read this. <laughs> don't read this book. Yeah, no, I agree. To don't be read quite that. honest with you, I also really like. Again, no hate to people who enjoyed this book because a very, 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 very small part of me can understand why people like this book because yes, it's a love story. You want to have this light at the end of the tunnel, exactly. When yeah. you're in Auschwitz. But, like, was there really a tunnel in the way that you're describing this? Like, it's it didn't seem as dark as it should have been and how it was right. captured. And I just really, I'm not going to get past it. And, again, I'm trying not to repeat the same things. I just cannot get past the fact that she took Auschwitz, literal Auschwitz, <laughs> And just twisted it into this like weird loves yeah mm-hmm. love story. And clearly, it happened. It's not like she. If this was not a true story, I would have dragged her even more just to be like, do not use the Holocaust as a setting for your stupid fucking romance book. Yeah, no, that's and I I agree. I would have been so mad because like, did. Does she not understand yeah. the weight that this actually, this event, this part of history that actually is? I don't like and the she, amount of people yeah. who actually died. And like so it's. She, yeah. She's from. So I did a little bit of research on her because as you and I have, I feel like we have this conversation mostly every podcast about authors that we just don't like um, <laughs> and discussing whether maybe they're not. American or whatever, like if there's some cultural disconnect. Disconnect, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's from New Zealand. Okay. Mm-hmm. She lives in Australia now. I'm 
this book was not written 50 years ago. This book was published in 2018. Yeah, so it's like very recent. It's not like you didn't have access to all the facts. It's not like this was published 50 years ago and you didn't have access to Google. And like, yes. What? Where? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like a New Zealander. I wouldn't feel the like, I don't want to say like, I don't want to discount her, but like, I don't know if New Zealand really felt the weight of it compared to parts, other parts of Europe. In such, (laughs) excuse me. Yeah, no, you're fine. (laughs) Even if that's the case, though, I really feel like if you are going to write a story depicted in this kind of I would have given her a little bit more leeway if it was written 50 years ago. <laughs> That's And fair. maybe New Zealand didn't have, like, because we learn about it in our history classes, maybe New Zealand doesn't. Why? We I, s- the amount of time we spent on Auschwitz and Holocaust in high school and middle school yeah. is unreal. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, like I said, and I agree with you. I agree with you on these things. And I think I'm a little bit more lenient on my ratings sometimes compared to like you and I like you and like I kind I like don't really seem to like to give anything below a two that's fair I hand them bitches out like candy yeah and I just like I didn't see like this didn't bother me that bad like yes Mm -hmm. I did have my problems and I agree with you on like a lot of the things you are saying and I yes it didn't translate in my writing but i did have problems with it and i am very confused at what lael told this woman because <laughs> i just like i yeah. just uh, yeah um but i agree I, I just think that there are better options yeah. this would not be my first book if somebody said hey i want a book about the holocaust this yep. would not be my first suggestion i also thought lael was really just annoying because <laughs> He, I have a couple things here when, um, he, I'm so sorry. I just lost. You're okay. You're okay. I have things to say about Lil as well. That's one of my, um, major plot points. (laughs) So (laughs) when he leaves, when he gets home and he meets up with his sister. Yeah. He's been gone for three years, two and a half, three years, long time. Meets up with his sister. Oh, and and then then (laughs) like. She's like, oh, my God, I missed you so much. And then the next day he's like, yeah, peace out. I got to go find this lady that I'm like madly in love with. And she's like, good for you. I'm so happy. Good. Goodbye. Take this horse and get on with your life. And I'm probably never going to see you again. I didn't even think about that. Give a shit. Like he has not been around for we'll say two and a half because maybe I'm three is too long. Two and a half years you haven't seen him and one night is good. Like, clearly, <laughs> she thought he was annoying, too. She was like, get the fuck out of my house. Bye. Yeah, no. Peace. I didn't even think about that like that because I think I was just, like, at the end of this book. And I was like, oh, they're gonna, she's going to go find her. But that's funny as hell. <laughs> that's so funny. I didn't even think about it that way. Like, he literally was with his sister for, like, one night. And then was like, I'm going to go find yeah. this Gita lady that I met in fucking Auschwitz. And I think I'm in love with her. And then the other part that really, really annoyed me was when he meets Nadia. This was, I'm backing up. He meets, she's the one whose like husband and son died within like two days of each other. Oh yeah. She was part of the gypsy people. 
I think you're right. Yeah. So he like meets up with her and they're talking about their time there. And she's like, yeah, I, I just, I lost my son and my husband and blah, blah, blah. And like, she's really sad. And he's like, I met this lady and I'm in love with her and I'm going to keep talking about how much I love her. Like, can you just let the bitch mourn? Yeah. This will, uh, okay. You'll keep going with Lael, then I'll add my two cents about Lael. He just <laughs> was annoying. It, I really, if you love somebody, fantastic, go for it. Like, that's fantastic. You just care about Gita and yourself, and that's what it is. If yeah. That, like, he would do anything to save their asses compared to all the other people, which, whatever. It's Auschwitz, but my God. But they do kind of say, like, he, they do kind of comment on that, and they're like, you're killing other people. Yeah, but you're doing your, your best to save yourself and your Gita friend. Like, Gita friend. Or you're not really doing much to help your other people. Like, your big, muscly man guy just fucking saved your ass. And if they find out, they're going to fucking kill him immediately. Like, yeah. You're not really doing much for your friendos. Your friendos. Your friendos. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I agree. Like, everything you're saying, I agree with. I agree. 100%. Um, I have two other major things that I want to talk about. No, just in general. Like, oh, okay. Points. Let me talk about so if you would like to, Yeah, go for Let it. Let me talk about Lil. I found him creepy. I liked him a little bit more towards the end. And I think this is a generation like when this took place, when Auschwitz was, was the 60s, late 60s. Is that what it said? 1960s? Earlier than that, I think. I could be wrong. Hold on. Let me see. Because there was dates in the 1942. Excuse me. I don't know why I said 60s. Excuse me. I I don't know what anything is. I don't know anything. Whatever. Um, I think... It's because it was in the 40s, but the way he talked about women in the beginning, oh boy, really skeeved me out. He just was like, I love women and the way women are. I just love it. And it was so creepily written. I just could not. Mm -hmm. And then there was like when he went to camp, he had a dream where he was in the like a department and he was getting he was spraying a woman with perfume and do you remember it vaguely yes it was odd it was very weird and then when he had to tattoo the women and he like had like a mental breakdown that he couldn't do it because because he's a fucking man whore i don't know what he was and what his infatuation with the idea of women was but it was creepy it felt creepy to me I don't know if it was because it was the 40s and that's how they talked and like whatever. It got better towards the end when he found Gita. He was so focused on Gita and not everybody else. Yeah. I'm like, if he didn't find Gita, his ass would be dead. You know what I mean, though? Like, I feel like he would have gotten in some hella trouble because he didn't have Gita to focus on. And I just feel like he would have been like a hella troublemaker and like would have like just got himself like literally killed. I don't know. He just seemed very, very, very creepy in the beginning. And the way that she wrote him was very, (laughs) just so gross. And I hated it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this man is disgusting. 
gross. This man is absolutely filthy. And I loved Leon. And I wish that he got justice because I feel like Leon deserves so much better. And then he got his balls yeah. cut off. That's the true horror of Auschwitz, let me tell you. Did okay, so did he really, or was that a metaphor? Because I could not figure it out. I bet that happened. I bet you 10 bucks that happened. That doctor was scary. I bet that he did. Because, like, when he went, when Lael went to go tattoo the women at mm-hmm. the with the doctor, and the doctor was touching women and he was being real hella weird, I was like, I could see Lehan getting his ass, his balls chopped off. I don't know. It oh. just felt that felt accurate. That felt so, so accurate. Like, that's something that I could see happening because it was so brutal and so awful. And just like outside of Lael and Gita, everything surrounding them was very accurate. Like, Leon getting his balls chopped off. And then, like, like, what was, oh, um, when he went and had to identify people who got Mm. those two people who got tattooed with the same number that felt accurate that felt i mean not like him going and having to identify and surviving all that shit but like that felt accurate and then like i don't know it was and i just his special treatment really blew my mind like all that really just did not Mm -hmm. feel like it was real but yeah (laughs) sorry (laughs) lail so was crazy to me you felt annoying. He, I felt creepy. He was annoying. And one of the things that I read when I looked up all the other like bad reviews on this book was that the characters were so two-dimensional. Like, what do you really know about Lael other than the fact that he literally would die for Gita and he's a tattooer? Um, he was obsessed with women. Yeah, like... He, well, you just we, don't know anything he was and like we knew like his beginning story like he had a mom his sister and his dad and then he went to so germany or soviet union whatever yeah whatever that's like all we know about him but he like the entire he's the main character and we don't know his personality we don't know anything about him it was yeah. just two-dimensional it was two-dimensional choppy and very choppy. I agree, hundred percent. Very, very choppy. Poor, like poorly written, just overall. So and for the two dimensional thing, besides Lail, like obviously they're getting like not very much time with each other, and they probably aren't talking to each other that much. Like maybe, like like <laughs> for Gita, like say Gita, they're probably not talking for that long. Well, I guess whatever, however long they're having sex, that doesn't count. But like. We're obviously not, not going to get as many like details about her because. But he, she was a real person, so she would have met with. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, you know. Again, they are very, very, very two dimensional. It just there's so many things that I didn't like about this book. <laughs> and then at the end in the copyright, it says this book is a work of fiction, at least in mine, it did. I would assume yours. Uh, yeah, hold on one sec. So that leads me to believe that you had the facts and you just twisted them however you needed to to make a nice love story. Yeah, no, she really did. She really, really did. Now I'm like debating on getting this like a three. Because like, like talking it out, sometimes you really do have to talk it out to like kind of get your really, your real feels on them. Yeah. 
And I'm not trying. I don't want you to think <laughs> no, that I'm trying no, no, no. to be like, Danielle, I, no. what the fuck? No, no, no. And I'm not trying to raise your high rate either. Because, like, again, like, I did enjoy the whole, like, aspect of, like, you are reading your accounts on Auschwitz. And then it is, pos- like, it is a happy ending. You don't normally get that. And I did really like it that she included, like, these pictures with them. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, that I, wasn't in the ebook that I, unless I honestly, is that at the very, very end? There's a like about the book section. I probably missed it then. It was probably yeah. in the ebook. I yeah. didn't see it. There's about the book section and it literally talks about like there's a little section where she talks about how her time with Lael and interviewing him. And then there's like a mm. even a map of Auschwitz in the back. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. And like where all the stuff is. And mm-hmm. it talks about like what really happened to a few of the characters, like characters, real people after, like um, it talks about Silka. That how are you mm-hmm. say her name? That's how I said it. I'm probably wrong. Yeah, it talks about Silka, and then um, what happened to uh, Lael's SS officer? Mm. Um, it says he was tried for warm crimes and sentenced to life imprisonment, and he committed suicide in jo- on jail interesting yeah so there's like a lot of like interesting there's like a like a map a german like germany Mm -hmm. map cool that's actually kind of cool yeah so there's a lot of like cool like details in the back that i really enjoyed but like i felt that this book could have been a lot longer and could have had way more details added Mm -hmm. but i think to give heather morris the benefit of the doubt i think that her time with whale was cut short and he is also 112 billion years old and probably didn't re- recollect a lot of his time in Auschwitz, either one correctly, honestly, or didn't give every single detail that could have been provided because he had such like mm-hmm. awful moments that he possible. did not. Want. That is he probably didn't want to talk about it or re like re go through all of that stuff. But that that is possible. I think hiring researchers or having somebody at least research to make sure your facts are correct and still like I literally I have a quote in here from the Auschwitz Memorial Research Center about this book and it says quote the book contains numerous errors and information inconsistent with the facts as well as exaggerations misinterpretations and under understatements it's understatements is huge because as we have said yeah so many times already uh it's it's fluffy yes fluffy is probably a really good word to describe it's it it's so fluffy like the auschwitz memorial research center is saying that it's wrong yeah that's that's yeah. that's saying something yeah that's huge and like and i know it's unfortunate for this woman because that makes her look so terrible. Not gonna lie to you, I don't feel bad. Yeah, it sucks because like it got it's such a highly rated book, and like she's miscon <laughs> misconceiving her readers. Mm-hmm. And also, I originally wasn't gonna talk about this because I didn't know how to take it, but I'm going to talk about it now. So when we posted, <laughs> it's still Sorry. up. I didn't. Oh, the lady. Yeah, I did not delete the comment, but I did not know how to feel about it when we first announced it. So on our Boozed and Reviewed page, 
um, we announced that we were reading The Tattooist of Auschwitz, and I had just started the book when I saw this comment. So this woman, I'm not going to at her. Her comment is still there. This is no shade. I actually, like, we had a conversation, and this is a good conversation. Um, But she commented on it and said, obviously, you can read whatever you want to, but I hope that you do some research into the controversy behind this book. So I'm starting to read the book and noticing that things are feeling a little weird. So I was like, controversy? Okay, interesting. So I literally Googled Tattooist of Auschwitz controversy, and then all this information popped up. So I didn't say anything to her at first because I honestly didn't really know what, like, if she was being rude, if she, like, I didn't know how to take the comment. So I didn't say anything. But then I messaged her on my personal Instagram and said, um, Hey there, I'm one of the co-hosts for Boozed and Reviewed Podcast. You had commented on our page about the Tattooist of Auschwitz, and I wanted to personally reach out to you and thank you for letting us know about the controversy. I started reading it this week, and to be honest, I'm already over it. I thought this book was going to be a firsthand experience, and it's honestly horrifying how inaccurate things are. I started reading it before I saw your comment, and I was already like, hmm, I don't remember learning about it this way. But the more I read, the more I research the controversy, and I wish that we ended up not reading this book. So I just wanted to thank you because I don't know if I would have known that there was such a big controversy about it without her comment. And she messaged me back and said, hi there. I'm so glad my comment was well received. I always try to lead with a place of compassion, compassionate inquiry because I know we can't all keep up with every controversy, and we don't know what we don't know. It's also an incredibly popular book. If y'all end up sticking with the book, I hope you use the controversy as part of your discussion. Here we are. Controversy. <laughs> okay, discussion. here we are. <laughs> we have she was to. really nice. We have to, yeah. And, like, obviously she went into it with, like, a, like, to knol- give knowledge to other people, and this is what our podcast is yeah. for. We talk about books yeah. that need to be talked about, and we both obviously have different opinions about it. I agree mm-hmm. with you on everything that you are saying. And yeah, yeah, we can still rate it differently, though. We can still rate it differently. I enjoyed my time with this book, but I agree that it doesn't seem accurate. But as stated, it is fiction. It is fiction. But you should probably write the historical part of your fiction novel correctly. Imagine. excuse me so sorry okay imagine i'm gonna like and i don't i'm not saying this because i am trying to get you to understand because you seem very much on the same page but for anybody who's listening and maybe still not quite on the same page if you're around our age imagine someone writing a book about 9-11 and it being this horribly inaccurate i can't think of anything that's not that would be like details of being not accurate but just imagine something that we actually lived through that we know because we were alive for it we learned about it so much and like growing up imagine if it was like not accurate they two people met on the plane that crashed into the building and they survived and like it's that type of shit you know Right, like just putting it into a different perspective, maybe of people being like, and not adding anybody, but people being like, oh, it was a love story. Like, forget about the whole Holocaust part of it because it's not something that we like, it's history. It's really not something that you really should 
have a love story being in. With all yeah. of the death and the brutality and all of the like terrible things that happen there, there really shouldn't be love. Yeah. And it's great that like not to discount Lael and Gita because it's a true love mm-hmm. story. Not to discount them. Like I'm glad that they found love and they escaped. And they were able to live happily ever after and grow old and Mm -hmm. die together. Like, that's great. Great. And that's what I loved about this book. But Mm -hmm. you really can't discount all the terrible. Like you said, like, you got to accurately represent what this really was. And, like, the example of 9-11 is so great. Because, like, imagine reading something like that. You know? That's the only, like, big mass thing that I can think about that everybody at least similarly close to our age or maybe a little bit younger even I know like I was very young you were very young it's not something that like happened yesterday but (laughs) it's something that happened while we were alive that we can kind of relate to a little bit more about like yes I don't know that impacted the world so devastatingly like it just impacted everybody around the world it wasn't just something that impacted solely new york city it was everyone yes Yes. literally everyone this auschwitz impacted everyone Mm -hmm. literally everyone i don't know about new zealanders though like i think new zealanders like are confused (laughs) just kidding living in their own world i guess just kidding new zealand yeah mad love for new zealand um (laughs) But that's really, and the very, 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 very last thing. Um, when, what's his name? Gary is the kid's name, is the son's name, right? That's what I have here. Gary, oh, Lael Lael's son's name? I honestly so, don't remember reading about Lael's son. So weird. So in the ebook that I got, they had a conversation oh, with the Oh, Gary son. Afterward by Gary Soklov. Sokolov. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. son. I guess I so didn't realize this. I thought it was by the author. I need to read oh, better. That's okay. Um, a quote from that says, "My father was comfortable talking about his adventures in the camp." Adventures. I like, bolded adventures and then made a comment afterwards saying, "Is your dad Indiana Jones?" <laughs> like adventures just makes it sound like. You went to like a, a summer camp. It, yeah. I am very grateful that this book is done. In a weird way, I am okay that we read this book because we're having this conversation. And I'm glad that it, like, we do have differing views on it, but we also don't. They're like the same, but like, I just rated it differently because of it was, yeah. Yeah. I understand where you're coming from because it did. When I was reading through it, I was like, is this fucking actually a thing? <laughs> like, how did yeah. this man get away with so much shit? Yep. Like, it just does not seem real. Like, and, and that's when I like, that's when I started to doubt that like information is when I started mm-hmm. Googling. Are there tattoo? Were there tattooers in Auschwitz? Yeah. And like nothing came up. I was like, nothing, nothing. That's like, interesting. I want to do that. I want to look that up. Like it literally just came up information about this book. Nothing else. And it and about this people. If it wasn't 
in Auschwitz, people got stamped, like with a physical stamp. I could not. And I, like I said, I didn't spend too, too much time, but I did like really go through and try to look. But I like 10, 20 minutes of my life I spent. Like I didn't go through and like really click every link and like try to really, but a lot mm-hmm. of it that did come out, come up was from this book. So I don't know. It does seem very, very, very like, is it luck? Was this man yeah. just lucky? Was mm-hmm. his accounts real? Were, did he just not want to spare the details of how horrible it was and just decided to just kind of make it more fluffy because mm-hmm. he knew this woman was writing a book? I don't know. But yeah. he was like, I, again, he's old man. And I don't know. But I, like, I liked the love story. I liked that it had a happy ending. I understand. And I don't want to promote it because, like, yeah, it's not correct. Like, I would say read the book Thief. Read Number of Stars. Read Diary of Anne Frank. Read Mm -hmm. any of these other books. Don't read this. This is not (laughs) accurate. Don't read this one. I mean, if (laughs) if you want something that's light and fluffy, read it. But go in knowing Take it with a grain of salt. Exactly. Go in knowing that this might not be very accurate in mm-hmm. details if you want something yeah. legit go read the other books that we've mentioned earlier because mm-hmm. they're the ones that are going to be the ones that really kind of get to the heart of what Auschwitz actually, Auschwitz actually was and how terrifying the holocaust was for everyone yeah so yeah i'm taking this down to a three fucking <laughs> you know like when you're like going through a book and you're like I don't know. Sometimes you really need to talk it out with somebody to really kind of get mm-hmm. your thoughts on it. And I didn't even like really think about how like I kind of just like took the whole like his getting out of the way with a lot of things is like with a grain of salt. I'm like, OK. Yeah. Whatever. Well, that's also like, again, I'm not coming back to this, but this is why I was like, I don't want to talk about this at all before Until the podcast we get to it. Yeah. Because I just feel like if we even started to have a conversation, this is where it would have gotten to. Oh, exactly. Yeah. So that's why I was like, don't look at my fucking score, my rating. I just looked at the one. I didn't read any of the notes. So I don't know why you gave it a one. (laughs) But no, I really agree. I agree with everything you're saying. It's just I took a three for me is very average. Mm -hmm. So it is a very average book. Yeah, we've discussed before how our rating scale, like everybody's rating scale is different. So a three for you and a three for me are diff- very different. And you also said that you don't really like giving things lower than a two. So I've only ever given like two twos in my life. So that's fair. And that's leave Nothing the world behind. That. Don't fucking read that book. <laughs> god damn. Oh my god, excuse me. So yeah. But again. I'm going to put a link down on the bottom for better Holocaust books yeah. as well. But re- buy Kate's book instead. <laughs> yes, buy Kate's book. Buy Kate's and book and then go read not this book. Anything <laughs> but that book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said, do you have anything else you would like to add to this? Um, I'm interested to see what Silka's story is. Am if I, you read it, definitely let me know. I don't plan on reading it, so tell me. I'm gonna. I think it would be an audiobook for me. I'm not gonna buy a copy. I'm gonna listen to an audiobook of it. It's on Libby. 
Yeah, it's not going to be this coming month, let me tell you. Oh, no, God, no. But <laughs> yeah, it is got, on Libby. I got lots of things to read in very but, short time. Yes, very okay. short time. For sure. I don't have anything to add to this either, so we can close this and move on to the last two. So We're going to close this. And throw it out the window. <laughs> did you really just throw it? <laughs> Fuck yeah, I did. <laughs> I bought it for $4. There you go. Um, do you want to talk about the bookstagrammer of the month for this month? And then we will pick our next genre. And then it's 10 o'clock. We've been recording. I know we've been talking for a while. (laughs) Excuse me. We've been dying for a while. Jesus. Yes. I shall talk about our bookstagrammer. Did we put our bookstagrammer of the month? Tell us. Tell the people. Did we put her name in here? Yes, you did. Ah, sorry. I'm on my phone. So it's really not working. It is our dear friend. Both of us are actually very. You talk to her a lot. I do. I have to talk to her a lot. <laughs> when I wow, how rude! No, I when love I talking to her. <laughs> started when I first started Bookstagram. She was one that I like talked to a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't talk to her as often now, but there's like no reason for that. Like of it's course, not like yeah, you know. Yeah, she seems um, to be a little bit busy because I do tend to talk to her a little bit more. Than I have lately. She hasn't mm-hmm. been in our group as much lately. She might be just super busy because she is getting married very soon. Yes. Oh my God. That's right. Her freaking pictures, <laughs> excuse me, yes, are gorgeous. I saw her engagement pictures, right? Yeah. Our engagement photos are freaking gorgeous. She's a pretty lady. Anyway, pretty lady. Uh, the horror mystery queen. I thought you just called her a whore. Kelly. <laughs> Asio underscore books underscore and cats. Well, and underscore cats. I'll put her Instagram handle in the description, but she's our bookstagrammer of the month. And she is one of our followers and somebody who is a recent, like, person who like uh, just talks to us and is our friend and someone who we feel that you should follow and give love to because she is just a wonderful human. Agreed. And she's um, very nice. She's one of the very first people that I met through book Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. I think I, I think met her on the same through you. We all kind of started book Instagram around the same time. The people mm-hmm. who are in my book club. And that's how I mm-hmm. got to know Kelly more. Because um, she's part of my other book club. And um, I talked to her way before then, though. Because I remember tagging her before I, like, in things before I yeah. was part of that book so yeah congrats kelly on being our book instagrammer of the month and we love you for being our friend and just being about a a part of the book community so yeah hell yeah hell yeah much love for our osseo books and cats osseo (laughs) books and cats yes you'll go give her a follow and just freaking like every single just love every single picture on her profile yeah do that yeah just like just spam like everything on it and just say yep. like, hey, who was in review sent you here? Sent yep. us here. <laughs> to give you all the likes and comments. Yeah. Do it. Do it up. Right now. Do it up. Do it up. Yeah, do it right now. Right now. Pause. Now go. Right now. And don't stop until the end of the podcast. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. So now we are going to draw our next genre. Out of this Ghostbusters genre. 
piece. <clears throat> so we took out historical fiction. Historical fiction. I really forgot the genre of what we just read. So we took that out. Horkins just is like done taking everything I'm, that is my yeah. this book out of my mind. All right. Ah. <laughs> It's YA. I think it's going to be fine, Morgan. <laughs> Morgan loves a good YA book. <laughs> this was going to happen sooner or later, so... Yeah. It's going to be fine. It was going to happen sooner or later, but that's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You know... We... We'll just have to discuss options for... We will. We will have to discuss options. We'll find something. Don't you we'll worry. And you know something. what? Keep it an open mind. And then hopefully in June we won't make anything that you won't like. We're gonna read fucking fantasy in June. How much do you want to oh, bet? No, June. No, 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 no. June. We're gonna do. You get to choose since oh. your birthday is in May. Well, guess what? I'm pick, picking mystery and thriller, and we're gonna read no exit. <laughs> well, that's fine with me. Because you just told everybody, though. <laughs> no, I'll probably change my mind. Who knows? We'll see. So for the month of May, June. So since we obviously are doing YA for May, um, Danielle is going to pick <laughs> our next genre because her birthday is coming up in May. So we're going to celebrate her birthday next podcast. Woo! And then when it's my birthday month, October or November, I will choose a genre to read as well so we get to kind of sway the sway the genre vote yeah because Just we're our podcast podcast host and we can do whatever the fuck we want <laughs> yeah get wrecked i actually brought that suggestion up i'm like hey morgan do you want to just choose the book for our birthday month and she's like yeah <laughs> so she was like this is gonna be a stupid idea forget it and i was like no tell me and it was actually a really cute idea. I like it. Because it's like, it's our birthday month. I feel like being our, it's our podcast, one. And two, we should be able to suggest books that yeah. we want to read. For like, or, like, oh, sorry, go ahead. I'm congested. Go ahead. Clip that, please. I'm congested. Ooh, I'm, I'm congested. <laughs> um, even if, not even a genre, if you have a specific book. So like, no oh, exit. same if for you. I honestly like, think just... that's what I want to freaking push for. Okay. Well, it looks like we're reading. You got the next fucking <laughs> Spoil. two months ahead. We'll see because there's a lot of books that are coming out this summer that are fucking solid. Like June May. is when. June, June is, is when. when... House... Mm, no, I think it comes out in August. Let me look. No, I think you're right. It's later than June. Yeah, I don't think it's. It's definitely. I think it's late summer because. You know what comes out in June? He's nuts. Uh, autumn. Where the crawdads sing. <gasps> we have to go see. Did Josh's you say- mom finished that. You're going to go see it with Josh's mom, yes? Yeah, Josh's mom. Um, She could always come out here, though, and we could, like, go together. We shall see. It's okay if you, if you go see it with her. Because <laughs> I did say to Mike's um friend, Aaron, that I'd go see it with her. So Let's get a group of us and go. Yeah, you'd like it. She Aaron. read it. Yeah, she's she ready. She me. Lo- oh, you're, no, no, you're, no, no, no. yeah. 
Yeah, she texted me and she was like, what did you make me read? And I was like, I don't know if this is a bad thing or a good thing. So tell me more. Did you like it? And she was like, oh, I just loved it. And she's just so cute. She's the sweetest woman on planet Earth. Aww, I'm glad she likes like, so excited. And I was like, we're going to see it. I don't care what you say. Oh, yeah. No, I'm it. hoping it's a good movie because the I book was so, so good. Yep. That's like one of the best historical so. fictions I've ever read. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can Sorry. agree. Also, it comes out June 21st. So. What does? Uh, House Across the Lake. Oh, fuck yeah. It's the end of June. I don't care. Not that gonna we couldn't on... fucking read it in a week. Because guess what? I wonder if it's going to be on June's Book of the Month choice. Listen. If it I'm is. I'm doubting a lot of Book of the Month. And here's why. Okay. Because I saw spoilers for the book. You saw potentials. Okay, predictions. Not spoilers. Whatever. Emily Henry is a regular on mm-hmm. Book of the Month. So Beach Read. Mm-hmm. Beach Read is, was Bond Book of the Month. People we keep on vacation was in a book. Book Lovers is coming out in May. Mm-hmm. And is predicted to not be one of the Book of the Month picks. Really? I've seen on the prediction page that I've seen, I've seen it on there. Oh, see, it was in the prediction page that I saw, not on there. So, um, if Emily Henry or Casey McQuiston, which is also I Kiss Sarah Wheeler. Um, is, oh, she has another book coming out? Yeah, okay. the girl who wrote One Last Stop and mm-hmm. Red, White, and Royal Blue. Uh, she is also a repeat author on book of the month if one of those books are not on there i'm Mm -hmm. doubting my faith in um book of the month i did pre-order both those books so i'm obviously not gonna freaking get them yeah but i saw part of the part of your world is one of the options with (laughs) but again you never really know like these are just predictions yeah so I don't know. I'm hoping that Emily Henry is on here and that I my faith in Book of the Month is restored, but I don't know. <laughs> so really quick, I was talking to Jamie because she got um, House Across the Lake. As an oh, ARC. my friend Jamie. Yeah, so I was talking I to her, her and um, she. we've been like chatting a little bit recently because she wants to know my thoughts on upgrade because i'm still reading upgrade right now yeah yeah and she got house on the lake so or across whatever it yeah, is yeah. and <laughs> sorry i reached out to her and i was like are you liking it like i don't want any spoilers but like i just want to know your thoughts and she was like well i'm like i think she said 20 percent through and it's recycled <laughs> plots yeah i've seen that a lot i've because like there's a lot of people who have been approved for it and like I've been seeing very, very low ratings for it, which makes me so... I've only seen one, mm. one good reading for it. And all the rest Survive of them the have night been... got shit ratings. Also, but I love Survive the Night. I thought it was so good. Yeah. I don't so know. I really... I'm still going to read it, obviously, also but I'm same. just scared. I think that if it's not a book of the month book, I'm going to mm. library it because of so yes. how such low ratings it is. Yeah, already of the month doesn't have any other options for like that I like, and that is an option. I'll just get it, and you can borrow mine, so you don't waste your money on it. Okay, I mean, I'll still get it because I like having 
Riley Sager's books because I do oh, I don't like generally it. I love Riley Sager. Also, speaking mm-hmm. of that, um, our book club's reading Black Cake in May. I mean, in June. Could I yes. potentially borrow? Okay, I'm yep. gonna take it out of my add-ons now. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I don't know. I just my faith in Book of the Month after that really good ass month that they had with the seven books. Very yeah. skeptical. Yeah, I, st- I hope that this month is gonna be <laughs> good, but I am right there with you. I feel it. I feel but, it. But um a lot, a lot, a lot of good summer books are coming out this summer. Like mm-hmm. May, June, July, August, into September. A lot of good mm-hmm. I've already I pre- I have five books pre ordered. Five. I went through the other day and I almost did it, but I was like, no, I wanna wait for book of the month. Um I almost went and ordered more because like Book of the Month, I mean, Book of the Month, Barnes & Noble had uh, 25% mm. off pre-orders. And mm. the finalist, which is the third book of Beartown, is coming out this year. Mm-hmm. And I was like, shit. I saw people adding that in their thing, and I was like, how's across the lake? And then I ordered yeah. Carrie Soto because... Yeah, of course. Of course. I had to. I couldn't not. So, yeah. yeah. And I bought it for cheaper than I would have gotten it through Book of the Month. Like, I had a gift card, but mm-hmm. there was, like, a mating balance, right. and it was $8. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, nice. I'm just going to get it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. It was worth it. So, who knows? I'm excited to see. We, we, will, we'll, we'll, we will see, I guess, as the summer comes out, and then it'll be out. When it'll... do you think, sorry, when do you think the books are going to drop? Fucking May 1st. Get out. I'm going to be so uh-huh. sad depression oh actually honestly if not the 29th the second they don't do it on the weekends right yeah yeah the first is sunday so they could do it on the 29th that'd be legit that'd make my week i know i don't want to get my hopes up though because sometimes when i get really excited they like are like no we're gonna do it on monday fuck you guys (laughs) yeah i don't understand why they don't do it on the weekend (laughs) like just set it on a specific day yeah i mean we're not app designers, so I don't know how the fuck that works. So stupid. <laughs> it is stupid. <laughs> Jeez. Sheesh. Well. Anything else we need been, to add? Uh, the fact that we've been recording for three hours. Holy balls! Yeah, it's two forty-one right now. <laughs> we don't have oh, to say. Boy. You're gonna long, have a really long pod schmod. Blah. Yeah. Well, we fucked around for. Yeah, a lot of it. A lot of it's gonna cut off at the end. In the beginning. Yeah, that's fine. It's fine. But no, I don't have anything else to add. So, where can they find you, Danielle? They can find me on book Instagram at Danny All Reads D A N I A L L R E A D S. That is me. Beautiful. Where can they find you? They can find me at on book Instagram as well, I think. Um at underscore bookmorgs underscore right here. I yeah, think, you can they. find our pages and our Goodreads in the description below. And if you're really enjoying this, this is your first time listening, hit subscribe to our our podcast and come back mm-hmm. for more. We we post every month uh, yes. on the first. Um, and we really just talk about books and I mean, sometimes we go off the rails and talk about everything, 
But yeah. <laughs> I think this podcast is very in line with books. Um, yeah, that's kind of the the premise. Yep. But yeah, hit subscribe, scroll down, hang out, go find our Instagram, and go follow our Instagram. And if you want exclusive content, which is probably going to be the same as the Instagram, follow our pod- our Facebook page. No, it's only going to be exclusive. Okay, exclusive content on the Facebook page. Oh yeah, baby. Hit subscribe. Oh, yeah, hit the bell. Follow us on Instagram. Do all those things and you'll find love. Happiness. And oh. love and peace yep. and joy and all of the things that books bring you and we bring you. <laughs> Is this the outro? <laughs> Barbara's tries hand. Okay. New co-host wanted, please. <laughs> every day, every time. <laughs> this has been another episode of Boozed and, and re- reviewed. reviewed, baby. Okay. Woo! Double digit episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ten. Nope. Nope. Ten. Oh, right. Um, you have the one. I have the zero. <laughs> ten. Goodbye, everybody. Okay. Bye, friends. I hope your May is glorious. Danielle's turning 32, so her May will be glorious. All right. See you later. (laughs) Bye.